following podcast contains spoilers, graphic language, violence, and nudity. Viewer discretion is advised. I just want to eat. Four guys and a movie. Four guys and a movie. Don A. Brian Robert Joe reviewing movies for the show. Four guys and a movie. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the 4 a.m. podcast. Ugh. And what a beautiful day in the neighborhood it is. <laughs> uh, my name is Rob. I'm doing the hosting duties this week alongside my cohorts. This one over here. Sergeant Tony. And that one over there. Body counts in the house. And this one over here. I'm all ears. <laughs> all legit lines from the movie. We did a we uh we flabbergasted our way through a Roland Emmerich film, and now you get to listen to it. One of his first. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so this was Universal Soldier from the year 1992. <laughs> 1992. Yes, 1992. Uh, and. Not only Roland Emmerich, which that one I was prepared for, Dean Devil. Yeah. But before we get into that, uh, John, you have a story to share, I do believe. Yes. Uh, for this week's Fat Chat Test Kitchen, I've acquired, through winning a sweepstakes from Mountain Dew, Baja Deep Dive. It is the mystery flavor of Mountain Dew. It was only released to, I forget, a few thousand people who won the sweepstakes by drinking the various other flavors of Baja Mountain Dew and submitting the codes and the caps. Now, are these cans numbered? Um, I don't know. Let's look. It says not for sale. Wow. Oh yeah. There's no. Uh, there's no barcode on this. Yep. Wow. They expire January sixteenth, twenty twenty three. And there are a bunch of numbers on the bottom of the can, but who knows what that means? Wait. They expire in twenty twenty three. This shit's volatile, man. It doesn't have long. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought Mountain Dew was like Twinkies. Well, Twinkies have an expiration yeah. date too. Yeah, but not twenty twenty three. I was under the impression that these were given to John um, in lieu of a civil suit, because you know how like <laughs> Mountain Dew has all these <laughs> these adverse consequences on you, but you have to drink it like perpetually for like forty years. Yeah. <laughs> and John has done so. Yeah. Uh, now, I'm still not convinced that was not how he quote-unquote won the sweepstakes. Here, I'll let you do the honors, John. I'm still on the fence about whether or not I'm going to partake in this particular... Right. Well, does, does anybody want a whole can? Uh, I'm going to start with a... With start a, with yeah, the, the let's, shot. Let's yeah. start with a taste. <laughs> I'm a little... Uh, I mean, I am quite allergic to caffeine. Mm -hmm. And I've never actually had a regular you, Mountain Dew. Do you have your EpiPen? No. There is no such thing as an EpiPen. For... Oh, that color. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This that's is, pure. That's pure mouthwash right there. That's Yeah, that is straight mouthwash. <laughs> or possibly uh, a car fluid. I mean, that kind. that's better than, like, the antifreeze color of normal Mountain Dew. Yes. Oh, God. Here. It's I, more I of a way just going to finish the can. Mm. Yeah, I'll just, right. you know. We got another one if somebody wants it. Uh, we got two more. Bottoms up, boys. Yeah. I guess Good I could job. do a rinse and spit. You could. I mean, it's not bad. It's Baja Blast. A little, little something Jason, else. Yeah. Little, mm. little uh, Robitussin-esque. Mm. That's my do. What else is in this oh, thing? Right. Like, what's different from normal Baja Tell Blast? This is an that? energy drink? You've... I'm not sure if it counts as an energy drink or if it's just a tall boy can. Oh. 
I don't feel like having spray diarrhea for the Caffeine rest of content, 72 weekend, milligrams per Since 16 when? fluid ounces. I don't no, feel like so having worse spray not diarrhea. Not any uh, special <laughs> amount of caffeine in it. One at a time. So, special amount of caffeine? Wait, what? No, it, it okay. is not no, right. anything. I'm guessing this is only on the can because it's legally required, but it says right at the right up at the top, like, contains 0% juice. Yes. And it's like, who's going there thinking there's juice in that? Now... Uh, first of all, congrats to John. Yes. Uh, what does everybody think of it? I thought it tasted like I wouldn't... I mean, I've never had... Again, I want to preface this by saying I'm allergic to Mountain Dew. I've never had Mountain Dew. Uh, it just... Ta- no, never. I've never drank Mountain Dew. I was I was allergic to caffeine before Mountain Dew ever like entered my realm of... Yeah, if I recall, Rob during his soda days was exclusively Sprite, right? Well, that was after my caffeine allergy. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't discover I was allergic to caffeine, or I didn't become allergic to caffeine until, like, my early-ish teens, uh, when, <laughs> like, a can of, I think it was Cherry Coke almost killed me. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I never had Mountain Dew. All the ways to go. Yeah. Well, John... I know that that is a finite quantity you have here of your special juice, and I'm glad you brought it to the podcast to yes. share. Yeah, thank, thank you for, you for sharing. It, it tasted to me like it tasted like Gatorade to me, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I, I feel like I like normal Baja Blast better than that. Yes, I would still go with the original Baja Blast myself. You can't, can't beat the original. It feels that like that tasted flatter. Hmm. See, it's been a while since I've had Baja Blast, but like I, I definitely do. It does taste along those lines. I think it's fine. I, I wouldn't, you know, yeah. not like, oh, release it now. We need to have this all the time. But like, yeah, it's, now. It's, that's good. It's a nice little prize. I have here also. Neat little can, too, but. While on my trip to Pennsylvania. Oh, Jesus. I have something I know not all of us are going to partake in either, but I so do. Also, I, when we talked before, it's just, you're just. You yeah, do I'm it all. You. You're doing you. all of it. Uh, I have all a it. fresh roasted peanut butter English ale. Mm. Wow. Uh, so I figured at least the three of us could try it if Joe wants to uh, sit this one out. Yeah, I'm, I am going to have to pass on this one. Much like Rob being totally allergic fine. to caffeine, I have adverse reactions to alcohol. Totes fine. Um, and I'm sure this will go so well with the Baja Blast. Listen, well, uh, I've got some ice water here. I can use mm. some palate this, cleanser. This I got for the novelty of I wasn't expecting us to uh, necessarily enjoy this one. <laughs> And that, you mean the whole experience of this recording. Referred to uh, peanut butter as fresh roasted. Uh, yeah, it also oh. is a it also is a very sad pouring can. Rob is making all kinds of messes on yeah. the table right now. His oh so valuable notes are ruined. Um, <laughs> I took <laughs> all five three lines. I took yeah. five lines. <laughs> oh, we don't have napkins. Oh, he's got some napkins. All right. All right, boys. Peanut butter beer. Cheers. To your health. God, it smells like peanut butter. Oh, yeah. You definitely smell the peanut. It it tastes like you ate a Reese's peanut butter cup and then took a swig of beer. Yes. It's not the worst thing. It tastes like I ate a Reese's peanut butter cup about 10 minutes ago and then <laughs> yeah, took a yeah. swig of beer. And burped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And a swig of beer. Not even quite a Reese's peanut butter. Like, I'm not getting so much of the chocolate. More like a spoonful of peanut butter. In the beer. Well, <clears throat> thank you for trying this no oh, yeah thank you for sharing it. it was a local brewery so i figured i would get a few things yeah it's cool 
We have uh, we have more on this we test kitchen more? gauntlet yeah, to go keep, through. We're gonna keep ro rolling right along. Wow. Yeah, um, this is never uh, ending. I do. I do. You better these. lock in. This is these, gonna be an eight hour. These are not part mm -hmm. of the test kitchen. <laughs> Why are they? Because <laughs> we're fatty. Brookio flavor cream. What the fuck is Brookio? It's it's, it's brownie, brownie and cookies. Oreo. Yeah. It's oh, I see. It's got three layers of filling: <laughs> Just brownie, like regular, <laughs> and cookie dough. I mean, oh my god, you all right? Yep. Great. <laughs> Delayed reaction Did to you... the caffeine. <laughs> no. Demir no. thought the, the brookios no. has set Rob off. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I was not, well, not anaphylactic shock. Yeah, all my all my blood went to my boner. <laughs> I couldn't swallow anymore. <laughs> The Rob's poor circulation. <laughs> also in Pennsylvania. There's so much to go around. I picked up this. It says it's an authentic spread traditionally served at Amish weddings. Is it apple butter? Oh, boy. It is peanut butter marshmallow <laughs> spread. Mm -hmm. And it's basically corn syrup with peanuts in it. Mm. Yeah, you're, gonna, you're probably going to love it. Mm. Tony, did you open the honey grams right there? I do not like the look of this. There's like a, a weird cloudiness at the top. Yeah. Oh, oh no. boy. Uh, that looks like it came out oh, of dear. like wow. The of viscosity. Oh, oh wow. Oh, no. Yeah, this is like legitimately a jar of peanut butter and a jar of marshmallow fluff that has been I, thoroughly blended. This looks like this was taken out of the garbage disposal. <laughs> yeah. This looks like I am oddly aroused. I can't, I can't even say. I mean, it's too offensive for Rob, even. I, I, but I'm right there with you. I don't know. This probably won't be as offensive as you were going, but I can tell you that uh, earlier this week I took a COVID test, mm. and that looks like the cotton swab that came out. Oh, 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 thank you, Tony. Hey, you. Have you gotten I mean, those graham crackers open yet? <laughs> I, I was going to say it looks like something made out of a mixture of more than two things that come out of a crutch. Yeah. <laughs> I was also thinking, whatever that was, it was freshly milked. <laughs> All right. The end. So it's it's got this weird pepper. like it's it's clingy and stretchy in weird ways. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's some ropey. Yeah. <laughs> Who's getting it like, first? There's oh, okay. you go. No no food should behave like that. Pass the Amish gookie on the right hand side. Well, I've made myself an oogie right. cookie. An oogie cookie. I gotta say, I appreciate apparently in Pennsylvania they're doing all kinds of different food research. It's, uh, it's, I mean it, it's, it's the home of the fat chat. It appears <laughs> It appears to mostly be mad science, but, you know, they're still trying to innovate. Well, this was a failed creepy crawler's experience. Yes. I was going to say that you beat me to it. It really is like a slug yeah, on you, here. You are assuming they're researching this and not just like, well, that fell in. Keep it going. Oh, man. It, like, yeah. just pulling pulling the it knife pulls out. back. Yeah. It was oh, like, no, you ain't getting that. Wait, wait, is there any chance that this is fresh out of the bog of sadness? <laughs> yeah, probably. Are we hey, sure this hey. is not alive? Sorry, yes. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure I'm the only one here who's watched this stuff, but Hold you on. guys are no, about to live. Don't talk about hentai, please.
<laughs> in fairness to as I don't think this is going to make any smacking sounds. I'm pretty sure this is just going to adhere to my mouth <laughs> the moment I put it in there. Oh. But you see what we're saying about the knife, right, Tony? Like, like it feels it's, wrong. It's it, it, it's like the rubber cement yeah. in art class yeah. in school. It's a room full of mystery. But it's and yet somehow lube. Miss Miller, what are you up to? It's gonna be a room full of Mister Eds here in a minute. I don't know. No, dude, that's yeah, you took a big ass cookie yeah. and a big ass pile of slop. You're at, you're at an Amish wedding right there. I mean, this oh, is homemade yeah, yeah, because you're not okay, able no. to make this you're anywhere else. You just dripped it on the table. Yeah. I'm dying. Right. Also, by the way, folks, um, <laughs> and to clue uh, our guests and uh, the listeners at home, me and Rob talked briefly before, and he was like, "Yeah, I got like thirty fucking things to try," and I was like. Oh, I should t- let him know. Like, if he wants to tell me about right, it, this shit's can... oozing off hold of on, the hold cracker. On. Before we eat, though, I like to point out I have made a sandwich yeah. of this. I am holding it by the top gram. <laughs> that bottom gram is going nowhere. All right, All right. So they are good. they are perfectly in union. Oh, dear. let's All do right. this. Ready? And after all that, it's just peanut butter and marshmallow. Yeah, I mean, mm. it's a fluffer nutter, basically. Mm. I mean, I don't think. The fact that it, like, I would rather just spread peanut butter and marshmallow than deal with the special properties of that jar. <laughs> yeah, I get to choose my ratio. Mm-hmm. This is definitely the stuff. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to have more, though. Okay. I'm going to finish my cookie. I'm reasonably sure that's petroleum-based. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So last but not least, oh. it's breakfast time. Oh, God. I do have Kellogg's Little Debbie. It's actually not last, but I figure I'll just save the rest. Yes. That's what I was going to Yeah. He has like 30 things. And I meant to pull him aside and say, I don't want to ruin the surprise if there's supposed to be one, but we could, if you want to talk with me, we can work out a plan of when to kind of slowly doll these out. Apparently Rob decided, fuck that, we'll do it live, and went shotgun style. I'm the juggernaut. Yeah. Kellogg's Cosmic Brownies cereal, based on the snack of the same name by Little Debbie. From here, like, if you took, if you just showed the cereal and took the bowl out, and everything else, like all the words, all the, the rainbows, it looks like dog food. It, it does. does look like dog food. <laughs> it does. And it probably tastes like dog food, too, but... Oh, the Wendy's uh, Wendy's cereal? Mm-hmm. All the marshmallows were at the bottom of the mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So. Now, how was that bowl, though? Like, the bottom bowl? marshmallow um, It was more marshmallow mm-hmm. Yeah. Did the marshmallows still just immediately disintegrate? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. These do not look any less dog food-like when you open the box. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) Yeah. Tibbles and bits and bits and bits. John's going back for thirds on... uh, I'm finishing this cookie. You can take the jar home with you. With my compliments. We pass, Milton. I'm sorry, I, I... Oh, Tony, don't go looking for crumbs now. There's there's so oh. many more to come. You know, I, I had tape on me. Mm-hmm. I honestly thought some of that uh, peanut butter mix got on me, hardened, and would not uh, oh, yeah, get no, wiped off. If that gets on you, you're not sitting up again. Like, uh, you're just stuck to the table. Yeah. <laughs> I was kind of afraid it might eat through my clothes. All right. Uh, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try one of these raw. Mm. <laughs> Mm. Eh, it tastes like a low-tier chocolate cereal. That did not. That didn't work raw for me. No. 
No, no. Milky milk? Yeah. No, you take it from me. Because oh. you gotta pass it around. Yeah, yeah. Take yeah. it down and pass it around. Spoons. You trippy boy. Yeah. Alright, while we're, while we're pouring milk, question for the group, yes. since we have Brookie Oreos. What do you guys think of the concept of the Brookie in general? I'm for it. I mean, usually one of those one of those components suffers as a result of the whole. That's kind of my stance. Yeah. But I've I've had it done well. Yeah, I I think the right you know May I have a spoon. The right uh, the right did time the right situation. Too? I did. Okay. Um, I I'm sure that, you know it'd be good like a nice hangover day or something. But yeah, I don't, I'm not. I think chasing after. Uh, it doesn't taste like anything. Ah. This has no flavor. Yeah. Yeah, when Wendy's Frosty was definitely better. Yeah. It has a flavor, and that flavor mm. is wheat. You know, this, to me, or I taste grain. the cosmic brownie, but it's like someone in the next room over just is just going like, cosmic. Somebody ate a cosmic brownie and farted. Yeah. And you're just smelling it. Or I think I actually might enjoy that more than this cereal. Yeah, no, it kind of tastes like frosted mini wheats, but not frosted regular mini wheats. Yeah. I don't know why I even said frosted. <laughs> this is a bummer. Well, there's definitely a hint of chocolate there, but yeah, but so faint. Well, like, is this actually dog food? It might be. Probably. You title your cereal Cosmic Brownie. You expect to be taken on a space adventure of chocolate. Mm -hmm. Why couldn't it just be a little? Cut up pieces of cosmic brownie. I'm like, well, why is this a cereal? <laughs> that, that would be a heavy cereal box. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm against it, but that would be a heavy cereal box. Or, as soon as you guys leave, I'm just going to put the cosmic brownie in a bowl and pour milk on it. <laughs> or, you have some leftover dog food and you don't know how to get rid of it, so you put it in a cereal box. Put some sprinkles on it. Yeah, called cosmic brownie, and now it's a cereal based on a snack treat by little Debbie. Mm. And the authorities are thrown off so much that they can't find out what you're doing. All right, so <clears throat> Mountain Dew, Deep Baja, Deep, <laughs> Deep Dickin, Deep Dive. What do we think? I don't want to dive that deep for it. Does it normal, fail? normal Baja Blast is better. I mean, it's it's adequate, but it's not <coughs> in any way exceptional. I'd give it a C, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it can't fail it, but like, okay, it's perfect where it is, where you can only get it by winning. <laughs> Yeah. Contest. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Regular Mountain Dew is an A plus. Regular Baja Blast is an A. This would be A minus B plus. Yeah. Um. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I don't know if I'd give them A's, but I would have that in that range, that order. I assumed that Mountain Dew would be in your S tier ranking. My S tier. Mm -hmm. I don't know if John has an S tier. Um. Peanut butter beer. Apparently, I don't, since I don't even know what that means. Mm -hmm. uh, it was good. Again, it's not you know something I'm, I'm going to be craving every every time I go for a beer, but uh, it was a nice little treat. Uh, okay, I it was fine. I like it. PB Jizz Jar. I'll give it a I'll give it a B on flavor and F on presentation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, like like imagine like Amish weddings must be like orgies. Uh, <laughs> I oh that's see that's not helping yeah. with my maybe if image it, where that comes from maybe if it was put in the jar <laughs> if they did it in like a swirl where you had the peanut butter and the marshmallow yeah. and then it was and then you mix it up mm -hmm. together yeah, that yourself could, that could work see but, if someone uh, gave me a sandwich of that 
I'd be like, okay. But seeing it applied to food yes. takes it, it down. It is not yeah. an attractive. No. Oh, no. The, John almost lifted up the entire jar. The jars did the start to leave, leave the table. <laughs> I am telling you at some point that will murder us. All right. Then we're going with... You know what it looks It looks like honey mustard. That's kind of... <laughs> not, not in the viscosity. <laughs> no. With, a, with, a, with an even heavier viscosity yeah, yeah, than honey it's, mustard. It's like an episode of Dr. House where somebody that's eats the color. nothing but honey mustard. The color is honey mustard, but the flavor is fluff and utter. Yeah, the, the color is honey mustard, but the like consistency is the river of slime, slime from Ghostbusters yeah, 2. It, it's just it is not acceptable. We're just going full fail for the uh, cosmic brownie cereal. Yeah, that yeah. was trash. Yeah, that's waste that's, of time. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> Tony, tell us about Universal Soldier. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. I have to interrupt now. Okay. Sorry, Tony. Everyone else has. I have to do. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have to go to Fat Chat Court. Dun, dun. Oh, I, screw you! I have to bring someone at this table. Oh, oh dear. Uh-oh. Yep. All right. Bring yeah. it on, Joe. Bring it on. Let me say, for the listeners at home, like the UN, fat chat court rulings are non-binding and have no, <laughs> no legal power. So I'm sure this will be ignored. But let me bring this case before you. At work, we have a vending machine in our break room. The vending machine is poorly maintained, full of expired products, and quite often does not give you the thing you ask for. Like it will just spin the wire and it won't fall out. And I will admit that I have been annoying in the past because that happens to me more than it should. Now, question. Mm-hmm. Is the vending machine operated solely by the your you all yourself? No, there's there's an outside contract. Third party company that comes out. Okay. All right. He is terrible at his job though. He appears to be a nice man from the times I've talked to him. But doesn't mean he's good at his work. Yeah. He doesn't he, I don't know if it's a case of we get what we pay for or or what, but um, he doesn't come by very often, does not maintain the machine very well. And I will admit that I've had to bother management quite a few times about this because I think I'm on time number six where I've had to like come before them and be like, I need to get this thing that the machine won't give me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yet two days ago, I had to kick the machine to get it to give me the fucking granola bar that I asked for. And I would point out, I'm reduced to eating granola bars because of okay, what's about to happen. Okay, not your first happen. choice. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. Okay, okay. okay. Understood. To get it to drop the granola bar. All right. And before I, I go any further slandering people, um, I will admit that the party at the table that I'm bringing this accusation against <laughs> is very good at his job, is a national renowned expert, travels around other sister companies for his expertise. Well, we'll be the judge of that. However, I two weeks ago brought to his attention that the Pop-Tart slot in the machine has two full empty loops and then a third loop has the Pop-Tarts. Right, meaning, I, just, I do just want to point out, yeah. he's currently drawing some kind of tarot reading death note shit in the, in the peanut butter juice. Yes, yeah. <laughs> All right, Pop-Tarts. Thank go you ahead. again for calling I'd me. rather he stabbed... No, no, what? I, I do no, feel I think he's like putting a curse on Before right we go further, we mm. do need to address that one of those things is putting a spell on the other, and I'm not going to <laughs> He's putting an Amish curse on you. Okay. Your horse is gonna die. I, all, I, your, all your milk will curdle. All, all my I, technology will. <laughs> I do feel like, like we're seconds out. away from Joe getting stabbed to death by a peanut butter jizz knife. Mm. Just gonna take 
make your ears. Honestly, with that coating, I don't know if it's piercing my skin. Yeah, no, it won't make it. It'll just stick. <laughs> oh, but it will kill you. Oh, yeah. It's still, <laughs> I'm still going to I'm gonna shove it down your throat. You're going to suffocate. All right. I don't know so, how it was pop Two yep. weeks ago, so, yeah. I took a picture of the situation, okay. which I can submit to the court if necessary, and sent it to um, a man at this table, Mr. John Stanley, that there is an issue. You know, that I want I want this Pop-Tart. Now, I will point out, this is strawberry Pop-Tarts. This is not brown cinnamon sugar, which it's usually strawberry, brown cinnamon sugar, strawberry. So, like, I'm willing to take the strawberry under the the possibility that a brown sugar might come up, you know, okay. next. Okay. Um, I, I got no response from the text. Two weeks. Uh-huh. Two weeks go by. Um, my lazy late ass could not get to work on time, so I didn't have time to stop and get anything for breakfast. So I need to eat something. Plot thickens. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I know, like, I'm not having potato chips for breakfast. I know the Oreos in the machine are stale. The Nutter Butters, I'm not trusting that under, like, I wouldn't trust that on a store shelf. No, more nut than butter. At this yeah. <laughs> There's some fruit snacks there, but that, like, I'm pretty sure the machine is just incapable of dispensing fruit snacks, so I don't even try with that anymore. But I want the Pop-Tarts. I should not have had that. And I look at the Pop-Tarts, still the same same situation, same same spot where they are, two empty loops. I would have to spend a grand total of three seventy five to get those Pop-Tarts, and I'm not willing to do that. No. So I don't even I don't even mention it then. I go back upstairs. And then I get a call um, saying that I have to carry 20 boxes of paper up a flight of stairs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, you know, some Pop-Tarts would be nice after I do that. Might replace those carbs that I burned. Plus so It's a little passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. Right. But I, I, right. I figured at that moment I would mention it to John. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, nice his, res- is working. <laughs> his response was, uh, was a little curt. <laughs> was a little, he, he's just flat out like, I'm not going to do that. That's not happening. That's the vending machine guy's job. Mm, okay. And that's it. Okay. Even though <clears throat> in the past, that's usually been, uh, you know, a no problem. Bottom line, I want them Pop-Tarts. I can't get them Pop-Tarts. Ba- bottom line, I'm a very busy man. Mm-hmm. Fix- fixing a vending machine is not my job. No. And you want them damn Pop-Tarts so bad, buy a box from the store and keep I'm, it in I'm your gonna, desk drawer. I'm going to have to. Now, but then I'm going to eat all the Pop-Tarts. Now, I gotta, hold on. Can, what's that? Can you uh, call the uh, maintenance company yourself and put in um, like, a I do order? not have the number, but I'm pretty sure our we, boss will not allow that. What is... I don't think he likes me talking to the outside world. Okay. Without... How, how do we do this? Without details that right. will give away things you don't want known, what is your level of involvement in getting this accomplished? Right, you know what? Uh, you guys a key ponder this for a bit. Oh, so you do have a key to this. Yeah. I, I, I have I to uh, Baja Blast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Going to Baja Blast the bidet? Uh, yes. <clears throat> yes, there is a key that is locked in a filing cabinet that ah. is locked in a cash box um, we're talking, in, in the manager's office. We're talking... Exactly one minute of work and probably no. probably fifty steps. I I understand he's a busy person and he doesn't want to, have to do all that, even though it's not necessarily I, that complicated. I also understand that um, I cannot be trusted with the key because who knows what I'll do in the machine? I am not a manager, but I would gladly take the key, walk over there, and I would move the whole row up. The, yeah, I feel like there should be some kind of way to deal with this, like a. Mm-hmm. Just get him a chaperone or something and be like, here's the key, go do it. 
I'm just saying at the end of the day, I wanted to get fat. And yeah. someone, you know, who takes part in fat chat proceedings, stop that from happening. The, that is perhaps the biggest flaw. Yeah. Yes. Well, fat chat is a non-work time uh, uh, pastime. Yes, but as part of the work, they supply the vending machine that is, in theory, supplying the food. Mm -hmm. Now, I will admit, were the roles reversed, I would sass you until the point where I felt I was right at the line of you striking me. <laughs> but then I would get you the Pop-Tarts. Well, <laughs> first of all... <laughs> <laughs> but mind you, I will sass you to that point anyway. That's just how our interactions yes. go. Yeah, that's, that's what just, the friendship's yeah, built on. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, you have an extra layer of defense because we're in a professional <laughs> setting. And if I strike you there, yeah. I, I'm up for reprimand. But uh, but no, Joe, I am very, very pressed for time at work lately. And no, I do not have time to monkey around with a snack machine so that you can have your Pop-Tart. Yeah, it hurts me. That's not right. At this point, we're just yes. filling time till Rob gets back from his bathroom disaster. Mostly, well, I, yes. Actually, we um, could, we could get through a lot while he's gone. What am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> Don't he tell us about the movie? Oh fuck! Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I could actually do this now. Um, so yeah, I'm. We'll probably get derailed from this because uh, most people listening probably even forgot that we our podcast talks about movies. But uh, we did watch Universal Soldier. You're welcome, S. <laughs> we did watch Universal Soldier. From 1992, I think it was already established. Uh, its working title was Crystal Knights. Crystal Knight. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe why. because of the ice. Sure. I guess that or must be. Maybe I in mean, the original uh, script, they were all on crystal meth. I think this was before crystal meth, wasn't it? Like they hadn't invented that yet. That uh, I don't know. But uh, we already kind of went over. It. This was uh, a Roland Emmerich joint who uh, brought <laughs> Independence Day. Day After Tomorrow, Godzilla, Moonfall, oh, great stuff. Um, let's see what else. I've got. He did. Um, he did Midway too, didn't he? Uh, I think so. That sounds like it could be right. Um, so the scene from Vietnam was actually supplied to us by a Arizona golf course because you know. Okay. We uh we spare nooks. And my uh, phone died. So, uh, <laughs> totally vamp this. All right, so uh, things I remember from this. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme and um, Dolph. Dolph Lundgren, apparently at the premiere of this movie, or, or perhaps prior to that, were at some event where they got into a huge fight uh, and had to be broken up before they, you know, started striking blows, which, uh, as it turned out, much later on, they did admit was all just a big ploy to, you know, sell tickets to this movie, because they're actually just really good friends. And uh, <laughs> all the ice in this movie was actually bought at a local 7-Eleven, and supposedly the guy who owned that 7-Eleven won some kind of prize for selling the most ice that year. <laughs> okay. Win-win for everybody. Sure. Yeah. Uh, shit, I think that's all I remember off the top of my head now. So anyway, um, do you want to go over? So, well, um, oh, screwed. What, I, what I remember about the film, uh, turns out I have never seen this film, but I remember growing up being told that it's a pretty good film. You know, it's, a, it's like, yeah, I never saw that movie, but I, I heard it's all right. I was lied to. Yes, yes, you were. See, I, Spoiler. I, I feel like I might have been in that 
camp myself of being because like you know i haven't seen this movie in years but i was like oh yeah i think that was okay but that could also be because i was really young and it was just action stuff and i was like man this is yet again one of those ones that i had seen bits and pieces of it on like tnt movie or usa movie or whatever and never saw the whole thing and i already knew it was not (laughs) it was not Mm. gonna be good Yeah. Um, well, I think it's it's that phenomena of like I remember John Claude Van Damme movies being good, mm. but they're not. Like they're all pretty much objectively terrible. Yeah. Are we in the moment like, now? Or you were gone for a while, dude. Yeah. Well, you know what happens when you mix the Imodium AD I took earlier in anticipation of this evening with uh, something that immediately wants to give me diarrhea? A very confused rectum. Oh. Mountain Dew beat Imodium's ass. <laughs> no, they're, 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 it's pretty much head-to-head right now. Um, it's anybody's game. So, Defense is putting so, in a good So good it's fight. cannonballs down the sluice is what Correct. you're saying. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. Um, I am but, did, did you come to a resolution? With oh, your, no, okay, no. Like right, the Ukraine was, conflict. It's yeah, just it's grievances just, were aired yeah. and yeah, nothing you, nothing came of it. Did you have anything you wanted to add? <laughs> not, not, I, I yeah, so I'm, I'm sneaking this one in. I'm sneaking one in the under, under oh, the bell. Bouncers. I bet they do bounce. Uh, <laughs> Wait. Oh. Is this what just came out of your ass? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so these are uh, hostess bouncers. Why is this a thing? I don't know. Just put it in your mouth, Joe. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's like story of my life right there. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like Dunkin' Munchkins, but for Twinkies. Yeah. Oh, they have slime on them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they have been glazed. Yeah, yeah. They've been glazed for your pleasure. Is it, it with the peanut it, butter? It is? very so, much looks like. Okay. Mi- it's oh, so. Miss, oh, the first one wouldn't come out of the package. Yeah, it looks like Miss Miller's glaze is all when over this. When you look at the package. It looks very much like a Entenmann's glazed donut. Mm-hmm. This is that's not what this looks like in reality. No. Um, this is a fight to get it off the cardboard. Yeah, this is not bouncing. <laughs> and my hands are irrevocably gross now. I think if you threw one on the floor, it would bounce. Not like a Super Bowl bounce, but I mean Super Bowl. I I respect Rob more than the just dirtiest floor like that. Mm-hmm. But I would waste one of these to test. Oh yeah. I like them. A little sugar bomb. Mm. All right. Oh, yeah. That's going to take all night to finish. I mean, it's it's just it's like a Twinkie where you're like, I need sugar in my face now. Yeah. Just with some yeah. glaze on it. Yeah. It's a, Put some of that peanut butter jizz on it. Sugar covered in syrup. You know right. what? I'm going to do that. <laughs> mm. Fuck you, Rob, for putting that in my head. <laughs> so, Jean-Claude Van Damme, where were we at the... <coughs> no, I was just saying that, I like... I we're wrapping up. Uh, so, thanks for listening. This movie's dumb. People get punched and kicked. Come back next time when the we might actually talk about movies. Yeah. There were a lot of silly faces made. Yeah. No, um, no, but I was saying, just basically, Van Damme movies in general, like, you remember them being good. If you haven't seen them in, like, 20 years, you're like, Oh, my yeah. God. That's actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and S has shut us off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, this is, this is an ASMR podcast now. Um, John has glued his mouth closed. <laughs> I'm going to start just licking the microphone. Um, okay look forward to our hot tub stream coming sometime this uh this fall i'm not getting in a hot tub with any of you well it'll just be a kiddie pool 
Yeah, if the four of us get in a hot tub, there's not going to be much yeah, water yeah, left no, in there. It's yeah. a kiddie pool, and then once a couple of us are in there, it's bubbling and it will be hot. It's a puddle. <laughs> it's a puddle of fat and disappointment and peanut butter glaze. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so no, I don't think... Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to think of a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie I actually thought was good. So, like, if you take the Van Damme scenes out, Bloodsport's pretty good. That's the only one I was thinking yeah. of, is Bloodsport. But, like, it succeeds in spite of him. Yeah. Oh, wait, you can't think of any others that you've seen? No, that, that are, I, that are that good. That I thought are good, yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say, we've, we've done yeah. No, I've seen, I've seen <laughs> a lot of Van Damme so, yeah. Street Fighter definitely doesn't count. <laughs> I've, I've never actually seen Street Fighter. Oh. Yeah, that, oh, that one's a chore. That's a gem. <laughs> I apologize for my coughing. Um, so we were talking about our history with the film, and we got horribly derailed. Uh, yeah, I don't actually. So my only history with this movie is I remember seeing the posters on the insides of all my comic books back in the nineties, and that's really it. This one had a comic series too. Yeah, never never saw this film. Also, I don't know how I missed this one. Uh, John Claude Van Damme and uh, Dolph Lundgren apparently have worked together six times. Anyone think they can guess at what those six I think at, um, at least many of the Expendables? Yeah, at least three of them were like the Expendables, I think. Was he in Kindergarten Cop 2? No, but not, weirdly not far. Um, uh, some other terrible straight-to-video franchise sequel? We're getting closer. Wasn't one of them, like Jean-Claude, was in a monster suit, so you couldn't actually tell no, it was him? No, well, he that, was, that was the Predator. original Predator, but then he okay. was replaced. Because they were like, why is Arnold three feet taller than the monster he's fighting? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, no, they were actually they were actually only in The Expendables 2 together. That's the only one. Okay. Then you have Universal Soldier, Universal Soldier Regeneration, mm. Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning, Blackwater, and Minions The Rise of Gru. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? I mean, like... A what? I guess. That, yeah. <laughs> I that. That's one that caught me off guard. What the hell is Blackwater? I guess um, a movie about the security group? I, w- I would imagine so. Or mercenary group, I should uh, say. Yeah, that was 2018, so. Okay, I thought that was kind of newer. All right, well, good for them, I guess. Right. Getting that work. Do um, the buddies. You got a uh, quiz for us, Tony? Oh, yeah. Hopefully. How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Jean-Claude Van Damme? If by that you mean what was the budget of the movie? Yeah. $25 million. $18 million. I'll go in the middle 20. Oh, yeah. Uh, good guess, because it was $23 million. That's about right. All right, we're all pretty close. Well, I guess how much pain. Enough to justify sequels. So I feel like in 92 you actually had to make some amount of money to do that but here's the thing did they qualify for sequels or did sequels get made on the back of independence day i don't remember when the sequels came out the sequels as this i obviously the sequels didn't feature jean-claude van damme or well Dolph no Lundgren. you just I you just, just named, named a bunch of them that did yes <clears throat> but which were which sequels were those was that number two and three or is that number like five and I six? I thought Kurt Russell shows up in this at some point. Yeah, that that's a tricky subject. All right, I'm going to say f- 
48 million. We're going 30 million. 45. Okay, now this also gets a bit complicated, but I believe the worldwide growth was 100 million. Okay. Those Chinese will buy anything. Uh, yeah, and where this gets tricky... Then print Hello Kitty on it and sell it back to us. Right. So, uh, yeah, where this gets tricky is... Technically, the second Universal Soldiers movie, uh, I think, had one of them in it. Uh, I believe Jean-Claude Van Damme, but not... Um, why can I never remember Dol his name? Dolph Lundgren? Um, but the second movie that came out after this was direct to tv and did not have any of them in it. I think it might have had Adrian Paul, but... Mm. Yeah. What um? Which one in the franchise was it where they became action figures and they were like the bad guys and then small the action? Soldiers. Okay. Universal soldiers, small soldiers. <laughs> That's how I learned that I can't, in fact, handle the rodeo burger. Small soldiers. Mm -hmm. You sure it wasn't small soldiers that did it to you? Well, maybe. Stress, it didn't help. Stress can't doing? have that effect on your digestive tract. All right, Tony. What the fuck are you doing? In case anybody listening wants to know what's happening right now. Pour uh, a little water on the top of my can. Big deal. You haven't opened the can. Yeah, I'm washing the can top. Like a raccoon. Like, this is like a little raccoon. Like, are you yeah. watching us? Kind of weird. Like, Tony, you take no. your t-shirt and you shove your thumb in it and Listen, use your thumbnail to you know, clean out the crevice. Nothing on top of it's that good can to go. is as dangerous for your body as what's inside of it. Just pour that on the floor. I pour it on my leg. You're fine. Shut up. <laughs> No. <laughs> All right. I'm going to talk about who's in this movie. Yes. Please do. Okay. Three people. Uh, oh, I was just thinking I should list them in order of lack of acting skill, but like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> like, because this is a fucking competition. Would that put Salmonius <laughs> atop? Oh. That's what his name is. Yeah. Oh, I think, I, I think Tom Zeus Lister. Uh, would be probably at the top then. Uh, our third timer. Yeah. Did he have any lines? In this? No, that's why he no, okay. he did the best. He did have a unique eyepiece though, because they didn't want to cover the good eye. <laughs> that's true. Oh, that is true. Okay. Is that the black guy? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That, so we got a John Claude Van Damme. We got a Dolph Lundgren. We have Ali Walker. Uh, oh, I should say who they are. Uh, John Claude Van Damme was uh, GR44. And Dolph Lundgren was GR13. And Ali Walker was Veronica Ronnie Roberts. And that's basically all you need to know. Yeah, that's really it. I mean... Deuce was in it. He was in it for a hot second. You had uh, Michael J. White. There were lots of cameos. Yeah, of he people, shows up in the second one. Of people you've seen in other things. Oh, and yeah. um, Like, I know I recognize the Asian Universal Soldier. <coughs> yeah, I, I mean, don't know from where. There were lots of burly slabs of meat that you see in other movies as well for yeah. the Universal Soldiers. Yeah, it was a who's who of big McLarge huge and mm -hmm. slab beef chunk. And, uh, <clears throat> um, it, uh, fuck. Law and Order guy. What's his name now? Ice-T? Uh, Lumiere. No. Well, yeah, well, Ice Lumiere and involved. Ice-T. It was a reunion, yeah. yes. <laughs> Wait, was Ice T in this? Oh, the song. The he song. provided. Yeah. It. Was it? It was actually. That was Ice T. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. That wasn't just anyone saying body no, count. No, like it times. sounded like him, but I thought no. no there's no like, way he'd make that. Like not terrible. since the days of my hat is like a shark's fin. <laughs> Oh such boy! Yeah, terrible. No. This nonsense. makes my hat as a shark's fin look like. I know. It, yeah, it's like <laughs> rap god. <sighs> no, I want to say Gary Marshall, but I know that's not. No, 
Uh, it's not in the list anywhere. <laughs> He's got something. I don't know. Old guy. Old guy. Make old guy from the old. No, no cop Gary show. Oldman. <laughs> Gary right, Oldman. Um, Reprising his role from. Uh, guys could get you. Tiptoes. I am following up my phone with the amount of sugar on my hands. I have to go wash. Them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joe's got a little bit of the raccoon hands Please. too. <laughs> Uh, Jerry Orbach. Jerry Orbuckle. Also, we <laughs> cannot release this episode. Sure. Of course we can. I know you will. will, but that is a hate crime. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Which part? What? All of them. We talked about snacks. Yeah, we talked about sa- uh, snacks. Joe had to go wash his hands. Yeah. You had to go shit yourself. Yeah. We had long pauses where nobody talked about anything. What else is different than usual? Yeah, Yeah. it's it's getting worse. Oh, it's perfect. This is what we are. This is Tony. The movie hasn't started yet. We've already been through an ordeal. Love us as we are. Love is love. Are you going to start singing "This Is Me"? This is kick you in the face. It's going to turn into body count. Okay, Joe. (laughs) Joe, you read me the lyrics of "This Is Me," and I will sing it as you read it to me. And I will kick you in the face and throw you in a wheat shredder. Um, All I have is a Lego wheat shredder. Body count, 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 body count. Body count count is in the house. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, let's, I now let's, see why Brian left us. <laughs> oh. oh, I miss you, Brian. So, Universal Soldier. Vietnam. So, I don't know, you know, people complain these days about, like, Ariel being black and, like, you know, you have elves that are different races and all this other stuff. Like, it, in 1992, we have a Belgian man and a Swedish man are, are American soldiers fighting in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't know what people are complaining about. Hence why it's it was, always it's, been there. This is not good. Yeah. yeah. Not. So. Well, I think, I mean, we could get into a whole debate no, on this yeah. nonsense, but. I don't think that's that's why they're. I'm just I'm just making a joke because the casting for this movie is oh it's ridiculous terrible. yeah it's it's like <laughs> I think the funnier thing is anyone's discussing there being a problem with who they cast as Ariel when they should be saying please stop fucking making remakes of these goddamn things we don't need it we don't want it cut it off yeah that is the first problem yeah so but, either way. The uh, Sarge here, played by Dolph Lundgren, has gone nuts. He's killed everyone. He's cut their ears off. He's um, He is crazy for some reason, but the movie never really... The movie's just like, you know, Vietnam. He's crazy. Yeah, he's crazy. he lost his mind. He saw Apocalypse Now. There was a predator, maybe? You know, like, yeah, that Arizona golf course is a rough I, place to be. I might take this character a little more seriously if you elaborated on why he was acting so weird instead I'd, of just showing him act weird i think i would take it more seriously if he just did an impression of the swedish chef the whole time oh uh, that actually would have been more serious <laughs> it definitely would be more scary <laughs> so Dolph Lundgren's like Why i got two hostages i'm gonna shoot this guy in the head and a woman's like i better run <laughs> but well she says that after van damme tells her to run like he 10 runs. times yeah. and then Dolph Lundgren's like well you could just have this hand grenade so then um it's just like a power rangers attack Mm -hmm. just little explosion like five feet away from her Mm -hmm. and she falls over um so van damme just bayonets Dolph Lundgren in the chest and he just kind of looks at him like ow and pulls out his 45 and shoots the shit out of him 
and they both just die. And you're like, good, movie's over. Yeah, two dead idiots, roll credits. But you're like, nope, title card. It's just starting. The title card from Independence Day, mm-hmm. which I'll say this came out before Independence Day, so Independence Day has the title card from Universal Soldier. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, this you can clearly see Roland Emmerich starting to get his groove on yeah. with like all the garbage he's going to use in the later Emmerich's movies. Emmerich's new groove. <laughs> yeah. So these two um, were liberally bayoneted and shot. Like I'm pretty sure, actually, if I remember right, Van Damme shoots him with the assault rifle a bit after he bayonets mm-hmm. him too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. After yeah, yeah Dolph and, shoots him as he falls backwards, he fires off a few rounds. They were left out all night on an Arizona golf course that's supposed to be Vietnam. Yeah. Don't worry. They're okay. We could save them. They're fine. And all Put I them think, on ice. It's all good. I can think while I'm watching this is, I wish I was watching Predator. Yeah. Indeed. Much better movie. Especially yeah. when... Put them on ice. We'll report not, them as MIA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but especially when uh, Shane Black, or not Shane Black, shows yeah, up it's, at the corner. Yeah. It's just, it's just bad. It's just bad. I also don't get... The MIA bit, like, but so they could write them off the record. Yeah, for the, they're stealing their bodies for product. Product. so the bodies don't have to be sent back to their families. Right. Oh, okay. That oh. it's, a, it's okay. an off the books experiment. Yeah, sorry, your your son is missing. I action. guess I didn't realize they they were starting like right off the bat like that because he's just like oh oh what kind of craziness happened here oh, how do we you? write for it and they were like, hoping for like, uh, Code Zebra. Yeah, yeah, they weren't here. This is, yeah, this is an embarrassing thing for the U.S. military. Are you hoping and... for subtlety in a Roland Emmerich film? Hoping, yes, but I did not. <laughs> I knew better. Yeah. Oh, well, no. I could see, at least in Tony's case, maybe it's like, maybe he had it in the beginning and lost it. Yeah. No, but it was never there. Nope. Uh, so we get the, the weirdest looking plane in the world. It looks like somebody took like a normal plane and pinched its cheeks. <laughs> it's like, you, I couldn't... <laughs> see where the windows were i was yeah. like can anybody see out of this thing like i don't know what what that plane was but it opens up its ass and deploys a transformer yeah pretty much is... like i did not that long ago <laughs> this giant like mad max looking war rig thing and it's a better looking transformer than anything oh, in yeah. the transformers movie yeah. franchise mm-hmm. immediately me and rob were both thinking like oh this is like some kind it's of transformer motor master. motor master yeah yeah and yeah. like I knew exactly what it was because I almost bought one on eBay a few years ago. <laughs> but it's the point is, five minutes of this movie made a better Transformer film than yeah. all of the fucking Michael Bay ones. Yeah, I'll admit, like, you know, this movie has many shortcomings, but this vehicle, at least, it's pretty, pretty cool. cool. And honestly, I didn't think it was a real truck. I thought mm-hmm. the whole time that it was just a, a regular cab over truck. They just tacked on a bunch of panels. Nope, like, that's a real thing. That, mm. I mean, I believe you. Um, just at the time, looking at it, I was like, "Oh, that's obviously that's obviously fake." So, uh, it opens up its door, and uh, un, you know, there's some some like cold. It's obviously cold in there. It looks like you know, walking out of a freezer. It deploys just a whole squad of beefcakes. Just these large, burly men in uh, in military uniforms come out and get in a really donkey-looking helicopter and go flying off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we cut to a hostage situation on the Hoover Dam, because that's a great spot to have hostages. <clears throat> yeah. They're like, we can't get them. They have an intercom. It's like, uh, they don't have cover. 
Yeah, they're just wide open. There's dead people yeah. everywhere. It's like I mean, what? I guess they don't want them to kill hostages, but they're shooting hostages. Did so they like, even have five yeah. hostages? I don't even remember. They do. Yeah, they have okay. a ton of hostages. But they're they've killed like ten of them. So it's like, I mean, I guess we we saw in Uvalde. Like, I guess we will wait for hours before we storm in there. <laughs> I mean, but I like, guess, but one would think they also just... see that that's not the way to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're just standing on a dam, like out in the open. And, you know, killing people and the arm, you know, the well, milk, the police are like, we shouldn't shoot them. To be fair, there's <coughs> essentially guards posted out in the open like that, but there were more guys inside. So maybe it was a, we're worried if we take out the guard, then they'll, you know, start killing hostages well, more. Yeah, people are already dying, though. Either way. It, that's true. It don't matter because we got universal soldiers. We just throw their asses in Lake Mead. No. And they swim like fucking torpedoes, scale the dam. And um, even though they they only fight with pistols, um, it's okay when you shoot everybody in the face immediately. Yeah, it's like headshots galore. Like Judge Dredd would be proud here. He would. And they did it with (laughs) pistols from like... I was like 200 yards yeah. plus. I mean, they're, they're desert eagles, so it's 50 calibers. They, you know, they... It was a 357. I thought the um, Van Dams, when they list his weapon, they say it's a desert eagle. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's on the screen. It says .357. Oh, okay. So it's chambered for 357 instead of 50. They're not... It's not Bulltooth Tony's version of the desert eagle. So either the way, 357 though, is still it's still a powerful yeah. handgun round. Yeah. That'll do a number to your skull. Um, I like that they're they're like, okay, here's the plan. We'll confuse the the guys, the terrorists that are um, by the hostages by just sending one of these assholes dressed as a repairman to just walk in there and get gunned down. Yeah, which, what, what the, what? <laughs> They're like, it's fine. He, he likes it. We'll just put him on ice. Yeah, he'll be, he'll be fine. Yeah. Just also, sprinkle some crack on him. We'll get right back yeah. out. Also, I mean, oh God, this is, this, this genuinely kind of broke me. Because, yeah, they send him in. Dress as a repairman because it's so inconspicuous. But they're like, who do we send in? Tiny Lester, who, you know, kind of looks like he might be a repairman? Or the little guy from Belgium who, you know, mm-hmm. could do it? No, let's send in fucking Frankenstein. Like, yeah. this guy's the most obvious of them all. He's like 12 he feet tall. He's mm-hmm. a fucking brick shit house, And he's just like, yeah, I'm just here to fix the plumbing. That's well, exactly what he talks when, like. When he's not, I don't think he talks in the movie. I know, I don't think he does. When he's not fixing things at the Hoover Dam, he turns that giant wheel that Conan does. <laughs> he, he, he played Conan in a yep. TV series. Yeah. So anyway, they just gunned that guy down. They're like, oh, he, he took that okay. <laughs> and then Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren pop up and just shoot everyone in the face. Bing, bang, boom. But Van Damme, also known as GR44... He sees there is a Vietnamese woman there amongst the hostages, and he starts getting nom flashbacks. Yeah. Um, and uh, it takes him a little while to get ordered back to the uh, to the chapa or whatever. Um, but yeah, they uh, they go back to their truck, and we should also just mention uh, um, Lunder in there seems to be enjoying the killing a lot more than the others, because mm. showing that they're 
somehow connecting to their past. Yes. Um, we also see that there's a lot of press here for this uh, hostage situation, including Ronnie, our uh, our female main character, who um, I believe outright Sucks. just says to her boss that she doesn't play by the rules, but she will get the story. Yes. You're like, okay, just just reading your your archetype, your whole character yeah. description right there. <clears throat> it's a Roland Emmerich yeah. movie. Yeah. Tell, don't show. Yeah. I'll be back in Godzilla and Independence <laughs> yeah. Day and so <laughs> probably the day after tomorrow. So in the early and part, probably 20,000 BC or whatever the hell. In the early part of the movie, like nothing is being asked of Van Damme or Dolph Lundgren in the acting department. It's like you're essentially a robot. Yes. So they're doing okay. But when you see this woman and you know just from the sight of her that she's the, the female lead, you're like, oh, no. Because <laughs> yeah. like, oh. you're like the only two other people that are going to be talking are going to be Lundgren and Van Damme. And I know how that goes. <laughs> yeah. no. So I was hoping she would be okay. But no, she's terrible too. So, but all right. So who's... Who's the best out of the, the three mains? That's a tough call. No, no, not, not those three mains. Uh, these three mains, the main female protagonist. You got uh, David Tellum from Independence Day. Uh-huh. Which one was he? Uh, her. 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 She's the uh, um, the lady that says, David Tellum. Yeah, uh, the golden oh, wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then we got... Um, yeah, David Tellum is not her name. <laughs> yeah, then we got Mousy Galore from Godzilla. Um, oh, and then we got this one. I think Mousy Glow is the worst. But Her character is definitely the worst. <sighs> yeah, I think this. I think this actress, Ali Walker, or whatever her name is, um, is the worst as far as acting ability. I must. I must say, hard disagree. I mean, she's... I think Mousy Mick whatever's from um, Godzilla is a worse character. See, I think he's worse on both counts. They're both bad. Yeah. David Tellum is definitely the best. Oh, absolutely. Far yeah, by far. far by a country mile. Like, she's actually, like, an interesting character. She still yeah. sucks, but, she's like... Stuff going on. She's... I wouldn't even say she sucks, really. She... She's like the character bad, in that I movie. Guess, we'll I mean, in the context great. of the film, yeah. yeah. Because no characters in that movie are that great. Um... She's the only one that's not like a super caricature. Yeah, mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. That that's tough though, because like uh, Godzilla, like is it's. I mean, yes, she's a terrible human being in that film. Uh, yeah, not yeah even... she's she's written worse, but <clears throat> I I don't off. Oh. So <laughs> I guess it doesn't matter. I'm, it doesn't matter. Yeah, they all, they're, they're, they're all terrible. Yeah. I, I'll tell you this much. I, I didn't look any of them up, but uh, David Tellum's the only one I've seen in other movies. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. So, um, inside this this truck, we see what's going on with these uh, these Universal Soldiers, and we got all the standard Super Soldier cliches. They got a serum that, um, if they miss a dose, they you know f- drastically terrible things yeah. happen immediately. Something somehow. Yeah, they have to be kept cold because. Um, I don't know. She's been in a lot, and yeah, Howie you're Walker. like, yeah, yeah. She was in, she was in Kazam, um, and then there's like some other characters. My points stand. And Longmire, I did not say show. she wasn't in other things. I said nothing I've seen. <laughs> well, I bet you on Godzilla, she ain't been in anything. Sorry, Joe. So, go ahead. There's there's other like scientists and stuff in this trailer that are like you know I kind of like to learn more about these characters the movies like don't worry you yeah, won't. yeah no, we're gonna make it look for five minutes like we're gonna develop them no. we won't oh you want to learn more about them? you will <clears throat> five minutes before they die yeah 
I'm going to learn a lot about what it looks like when their head explodes. Yeah. So, um, also, quick side note. I'm sorry mm-hmm. to keep interrupting as well. But um, so, you mentioned kind of robot men. Mm-hmm. What do you classify these as? Garbage. What these, right? Well, because they're not cyborgs, because the robotic stuff seems to be all on the yeah. outside. They're not zombies, exactly, because they are reanimated, but they're... They're the worst evil of them all, Tony. They're GMOs. <laughs> they are. All right. That's that's exactly what they are. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, okay. GMO soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, we find out, like, immediately that... Um, GR thir- or I'm sorry, GR forty four. He's he's talking about innocence, and uh, so that's Van Dam. You know, he's got some remorse. Hmm. And then Dolph Lundgren's guy, GR thirteen, is noticing that, and he's like, "Yeah, that sounds pretty cool, killing innocent people." And uh, yeah. Um, meanwhile, Ronnie, the reporter here, um, she leaves her cameraman guy behind, and she's just like, "Let me sneak up to this like secret military plane here, no problem." Yeah. I call the minute long before they got to that point, she's like, come with me. I got an idea. And I said to them while we're watching this, that I got an idea that will get you killed. Of course I was right. Yep. Right away. Um, so this is like some black ops thing where, you know, they got universal soldiers. Um, they have officers kind of commanding the mission and they have scientists, you know, keeping them alive and whatnot. You know what they don't have? Just fucking guards. Or a fence. Or a fence. Or anything. <laughs> Much of security at all. No yeah. no yeah. perimeter. They have, like, a camera. And so they got the guy that got the shit shot out of him. They got him on ice in, like, a casket. And they uh, she runs up, opens it, take a picture of him. On the loading dock. Yeah. Like, or wherever the fuck they were. Just, like, out in a, a yeah. parking lot. One would think that would just go right in. Yeah. Right in the truck. Like, you'd think you would have a casualty recovery system in there. Yeah, you would think he'd be the, either the first one in or, at the very least, stowed, like, luggage under yeah. a bus if, or something. If anything, the giant beefcake man would carry the casket in there before they went to go yeah. cool off. Huh. Um, Cover him up and get him out of there. Yeah. So she just takes some pictures of him. Then... Gets caught on camera, alarms go off. She just runs away, all the way back to her truck before anyone gets to her. Of course. But the Universal Soldiers do eventually catch her, and just immediately Jimmy Olsen, her partner. (laughs) They got dressed real fast. Oh, yeah. That's the point I think we skipped over, is that all the Universal Soldiers in this uh, lab Mm -hmm. thing that they're in, in their cryo chamber, they're all naked. Well, if you think about it, when you don't feel pain anymore, you can get in and out of your clothes real quick. (laughs) <laughs> so like I, no. <laughs> so if we like zoomed in you'd see like their balls oh, yeah. just yeah. sticking out through the zipper right. <laughs> no <laughs> chance of nut trauma yeah he definitely got the frank above the beans <laughs> or the beans above the frank anyway I, I will say th- this movie does also show us that they he is very quick to get in and out of those clothes throughout yeah. the whole rest of this thing it's not a problem they might even just be velcro tearaways for all they, we know they, they seem to be yeah <laughs> Um, actually, that would make a lot of sense, because with, like, these guys' lack of responsiveness, their ability to dress themselves is probably questionable. Um, so, either way, the, yeah, they get dressed, they catch Ronnie, they murder the cameraman, well, Dolph Lundgren does, in defiance of orders. Um, and then, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, GR-13 here, he sees that, and he's like, no, the woman's in danger, I'm having my nom flashbacks again, I'm gonna help her. Well, it's GR-44. Oh, I'm sorry, GR-44, you're right, I got my GMO. numbers confused. I crossed the streams. 
Um, so he just puts her in a truck and like gets in, drives. They're like, stop. So he does. That's an order. Yeah. <laughs> so then she just takes his headset off and that's it. That's there's it. no yep. there's no contingency plan for if that falls <laughs> off. There's no like you would think they would be conditioned to like when that's taken off, put it back on. I assume that was an implant. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, yeah you nope, would also well, I mean that's part of it. You would think that would be an implant or at the very least strapped on a little bit because yeah. <laughs> she takes that off like it's nothing. She's like, oh, you have this thing. Boop. Yeah. So she just like, steps on his foot. I have gamer headphones yeah. that are more secure on my head than this thing. <laughs> it's like hitting the button on the dino riders. Like, it just pops it just, off. All, yeah. the, all the armor just falls off. <laughs> so, yeah, she just steps on his foot and drives away. And, you know, they, they're like, let's just fucking get the truck and chase after him. And, uh, yeah, they're, you know, yeah. The, the chase is on. That's pretty much the rest of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been shot. He don't care. He just, she, when she points it out, he just takes the cigarette lighter and cauterizes the wound. Then, um, the thing runs out of gas. So he just gets out and just pushes it along at 30 miles an hour. Yeah, no problem. So, uh, all right. Are super they super strong? He are they no super? Pain. So they're super soldiers. Yes. They've to all, an been, extent. all been given some dose of this. Yes. Captain America serum. Yes. An accelerator. <clears throat> An accelerator. But they're also dead bodies. Yes. But dead tissue will work when given the accelerator. Yeah. And it will not decompose. Yeah. Okay. Unless it's gone for too long. Because if it doesn't get the lysine it needs, they'll die. But life finds a way. Also, one of these beefcakes will turn female if left alone long enough. And they will start reproducing. <laughs> I'm just going to see, like, spit up roll out of my mouth like a baby. Yes. What else is new? Tiny Lister just was like, I grow man, China. It's time to make more. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, what about your wound? Um, so they get to this gas station slash motel with just the weirdest weirdo behind the counter. Salmonious. Um, yeah. And, like... He charges them an exorbitant amount of money to get the uh, the hotel room. And then um, Van Damme's like, all right, I got to go cool off. I'm just jumping out of all these clothes just immediately. Yeah. Walking around bare-ass naked. Butt naked we in front get, of the air conditioner. Well, kind of a lot of Jean-Claude Van Damme's yeah. well, ass in this that, film. That's the thing. With Van Damme movies, the majority of them, you have to see his ass. Oh, like, yeah, that's yeah, just about every one. Almost all of them. Yeah. You'll usually get to see the female lead. Like, he'll usually be having that's, sex with her. That's what I'm saying. But this one, it's just like, no. His, nary, his ass is out. Nary a bosom in this film. No. They even go to a titty bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. zero. This is some light-up titties. Well, they, they never not, actually get, not the same, I know. The they same. never actually get into the titty bars, the problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, you know, I, I get I it. I have a it's, feeling Roland Emmerich wasn't allowed. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was interested either. But, uh, you know, he, he's, you know, he's been busy. He pushed a car. It's a hot day. Mm-hmm. You want to get home. You want to get undressed and I put mean, your balls in front of there. That's what I do mm-hmm. when I get home from work. Exactly. Just, except I don't have window air units. <laughs> so, at the front desk. Just stand over the floor mm-hmm. vent. Just stand, it's yeah. a ceiling vent. <laughs> oh, stand under it. Okay. So, so I, I get on, on the couch and just kind of upside down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of yoga position. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Vin... 
Van Dam um, just walks out of the hotel room to go find Veronica, bare-ass naked. My little shroomy hitting my uh, belly button. Talks about how he needs to cool down, passes out naked in the middle of the motel, in front of everybody. She drags him back in, cools him off. Uh, then she's like, I gotta go use the phone. So she goes to the lobby to use the special phone that's employees only. And apparently it has a lock on it that she just smashes off. To which the um, the man uh, in the lobby says, women don't know how to use phones. That's right. Women be talking on the phones constantly. I understand you want to make this man, like, you know, despicable by giving him some sort of, um, you know, intolerance. But women don't know how to use phones. Yeah, yeah. That's like what, the most, the, the phone's dead, so she can't get a line. So he just mm-hmm. assumes she's using she it. She fucked wrong. it up. Yeah. <clears throat> what are you on yeah, your first period? First, she doesn't know how to use it right, and then Wait. when he uses it and it's actually broken, she broke it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I don't fully understand. With the, like, I saw that your uterus broke the phone. <sighs> you you want to you want oh, to make him me. some I'm horrible canceled. creep. But, like, he doesn't get his come up and turn it, so, like, yeah. what? what? Well, his know? hotel gets destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. He's that much of a dick. Like, he should get punched in the mouth, at least. Mm. So, um, either way, while this is happening, GR13 over here discovers a waterbed and turns the TV on to watch Nixon talking about You're getting it stuff. mixed up again, Joe. What's that? Or GR, uh, my notes have it mixed up. GR44. Um. So Van Dam. Yeah, just Van Dam. So they um. They didn't even care yeah. to give him a real name. Just fucking whatever. Gr stands for Goofy Retard. In case anybody wasn't sure. Again, things that didn't need to be said, but nope, they were. did. <laughs> they did. <laughs> um, so the rest of the Universal soldiers show up and just shoot the shit out of the entire motel. Like, there's no like. Like we think he's over there, just fire all the bullets there. Yeah. And don't um don't bend your waist up or down. Just shoot level at the windows right. all the bullets. Because what we're trying to do here is not get this public. Yeah. So what we need to do is destroy an entire hotel mm-hmm. with heavy arms. And give away any element of surprise we had either. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Yeah. Involve locals, get mm-hmm. witnesses all over the place. So Van Dam has a tracker in him mm-hmm. that they can see, like roughly where he is in the hotel. Does so he... they do start to concentrate their fire mm-hmm. at one particular room from far away, <laughs> from pretty, pretty fucking far away. Yeah. But what Van Dam does to counter that mm-hmm. is he just fucking Kool Aid mans his way the juggernaut through through the wall into another room. And then into another room. But he can't go through concrete But he walls. can't make it through, yeah, That's center right. block wall. And then into a nice, young, lovely couple's bed. Mm-hmm. That's right. Indeed. This young couple have rented this $40 a night motel. They saw Commando. They were like, let's go, uh, <laughs> you know, hopefully a burly man will smash through the wall. Hopefully. We can't make this film at home. Well, yeah. we're banging on a waterbed. Yeah. But no camera. No. So, by the way, so... Um, you see uh, all the, the universal soldiers come like stalking through, um, the holes in the wall, um, while they are just hiding in the bed, you know, they get the weird look from, um, from Zeus. And then, uh, after all the soldiers leave, turns out Veronica and GR44 were, uh, under the covers with them. Yeah. So Jean-Claude was, uh, <clears throat> <laughs> face to crotch. Yeah. He was like face to crotch on this guy. Yeah. Cause basically... You see the young couple still in the bed, mm-hmm. and then a hand 
holding a gun yep. comes up from underneath the covers right under the guy's chin. Takes right. his keys. It's a car key now. Let me finish. And then give me Thanks for letting us stay <laughs> So they they steal the car and drive away. I really owe you blood. They're even. Also, are you using a ball deodorant? It tastes really good. <laughs> and, and after they leave, he goes, did you watch that? Because you could learn some things. <laughs> so GR44. Yeah, who says that to who? He says that to his wife. <laughs> his wife? Yeah, or girlfriend, whatever. Jean-Claude Van Damme does it better. Anyway, sorry. What? So GR44. Well, the French he, do do it better. He's very concerned about um, <laughs> about Veronica's Russell safety sprout. here. So he insists that she puts on a uh, seatbelt. And later on in the movie, he insists that she stops smoking. So, you know, he cares. Yeah. Um, She's, she's asking him a bunch of questions and shit, and like, like, why do you have such an accent for an American? Yeah, because like, no, apparently none of the Universal Soldiers are American. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, he totally just shuts down. It breaks him. So yeah, they they pull off to the side of the road, and they see they're being followed by this giant ass truck. Um, so he's like, I'm gonna get my answers inside there. We gotta set a little ambush. But first, we gotta go to this gas station, get in the restroom. I'm gonna tear all my clothes off, and you're just gonna fuel me up, find my tracker. Joe, owner of the gas station. Yeah. Is it the bum from UHF? I don't know, but I can find out. Well, Tony will. You, Tony will find out. Yeah, you you keep. All going. right. So, um, essentially. Ronnie just has to, you know, feel all his parts, find a tracker. Yeah, and hit, like... Look for something hard. Mm -hmm. I don't understand. So, like... Look for something unusual or hard. That's right. That's, yeah, he oh. does... When she's grabbing his penis, he's like, she's like, nope, that's normal. Well, and that's usually the same way I interact with my wife, mm -hmm. but there's never... There's never anything hard. Um, it, It's both... It's both your sex life and your, like, tumor evaluation. Yeah. Your cancer check. Yeah, I'm just like, please check me out. Mm -hmm. Let me know if anything is hard, please. For the love of God, please. And she's like, no, still no. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, well, I'll let me go to sleep and you can be disappointed in, on the other room. So, um, <laughs> that got real sad. <laughs> no, so, here's the thing I don't understand. Like, uh. Like, I get that he's an undead soldier robot. But, like, does he... He doesn't know what his penis is. He doesn't remember a lot of things. But, like, wouldn't you... Like, I mean, come on, though. Yeah, I mean, there has to be a plan for it's, these things. It's not the first time or... he's been naked. Like, he's been naked other times yeah. in this film. Or do they... That's a good question. Do these things have to use the bathroom? Do they What eat? else do they do? I mean... Uh, yeah, they, no, they do, because we see that they eat. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, but that also that scene also implies that he hasn't really eaten before, so they're probably just or feeding him some paste or something. Right, like a nutrient paste, but they're still eating. Like he's still well, yeah. feeding his body. But that leads me to believe that they're probably, you know, got like some kind of hose hooked up to his dick while they sleep or something to take care well, of him. Well, I want to know, maybe... Well, but still, if somebody starts putting a hose in my dick, I'd be like, what is that? Where are you what? putting it? Not if you're it? unconscious. Yeah. By that point, they already put they're the... are all high on serum. You know, yeah, the antifreeze in the back of their heads and tied them to a chair. So. I gotta say, the, that man whose job is attaching the hose, it is very auspicious that he has to wear that, like, AGB suit <laughs> to go into the freezer. Well, handling uh, some large, that's a terrible job. Large hunks of meat. Anyway, all right, we're gonna feed you this paste. So it's she, 
traditional at Amish weddings. So we get a couple she, dick jokes, and yeah. then she finds a bump yeah. on his thigh, and he's like, "Cut it out!" and hands her what appears to be like like a tiny katana. This this knife was Wakazashi. like a like a yeah. tanto. It's the one. It is a tanto. Uh, yeah. It's and, the one you used to kill yourself. Yeah, she's like, just cut it out. Um, and she's like, I'm not gonna do that. So he's like, all right, that's fine. Just cuts his leg open. She reaches in, pulls out his tracker and they set a little trap, a little uh-huh. clever trap here. Yeah. So, um, they just freeze to death to hide from the infrared, uh, cameras that this truck has by like filling some, um, some truck, I mean, some car trunks up with ice. So, and while they're tracking him, mm-hmm. they're like... We have a signal on his gun. Yeah. So is the tracker in his leg or is the tracker in Both. his gun? I would imagine you'd put a tracker on the gun because you're like, if one of them gets killed, you're probably going to want to take that with you. That's fair. Um, so uh, now um, GR44 here, he's wearing a uh, a shirt that says Joe mm-hmm. Which for the, like the rest of the movie. He swapped clothes with the yep. gas attendant. Also, what? The gas attendant who is... Not him. Not uh, him! Yeah, uh, well, oh. it's it's hard to define, especially while we're recording this, but I'm assuming it's the guy in UHF lovingly referred to simply as Bum, uh, who unfortunately died the year this movie started getting filmed. So. However, we, we still needed to see exactly. Jean-Claude's yeah. arms, so wow. they did rip the arms off. Yeah, of course. But like, well, I think his biceps, just on donning the shirt, just took care of <laughs> yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I understand the idea of, you know, we need to find other clothes for you to wear so you're not so obvious. Not that that helps him anyway because he starts throwing people through windows at restaurants. But, like, you're being chased by these people. You're aware that's a thing that's happening. Do not give up the bulletproof vests. Like, what the mm. fuck is wrong with you? By the way, these bouncers are kind of good, right? He doesn't care about bullets. So... They um start caring about them. Yeah. Uh, basically. Also, you know what? She does put it yeah. on her. I'm eat one right after this. <laughs> so I these... don't think that was a ballistic vest. Yeah. It's just a tacticist. They um. That's stupid. Man. This truck shows up, and these these elite Universal soldiers that are supposed to be the future of warfare here, um, they can't figure out that when they set off this obvious trap that lights a uh. Um, stream of gasoline that slowly travels all the way across the gas station to blow the whole fucking gas station up, that they should, I don't know, move, put it out, do anything. Well, they seem to be busy still trying to, quote-unquote, murder the cardboard cutout man Mm -hmm. that they put the tracker on. So... um, The the whole gas station fucking explodes. These soldiers... um, All of them except for, uh, for Dolph Lundgren are on fire now. And they're just kind of walking around on fire. It was actually kind of funny. Like, you know, they've run out with fire extinguishers. And um, while that's happening, Veronica and GR44 sneak on board the Transformers, steal a bunch of files. And then uh, they get in their car to drive off, not noticing the giant fucking Swedish man that... I don't know how he even fits in that backseat. I don't know. (laughs) But But I fucking loved it. There's no way they didn't notice that he was back there when they got in the car. But he just pops up and starts trying to go out Van Damme. And uh, Van Damme fucking uh, slams on the brakes here. And Rob, what did you think of this fucking Dolph Lundgren missile uh, that launched through the windshield? I piddled my trousers, Joe. Um, I think this was the highlight of the film. Oh, yeah, easily. (laughs) So apparently, whilst attempting to kill 
Van Dam, uh, Dolph Lundgren said, Oh, we're about to make an impact. I should put my hands flat against my sides and assume the position of a missile. <laughs> Just like an E-Honda headbutt. <laughs> I think all that was missing was the voiceover of him going, Whoop, here we go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure for the effect they just painted a styrofoam rocket to look like Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Oh. This, this Dolph Lundgren dubbing that goes through the window. It's just, it's the best. And he just gets oh, up really like, is. like no biggie, whatever. Um, and I was still reeling from him popping on the back seat out of nowhere. Yeah. So <laughs> they, they drive off, and now it's, it's basically just Dolph Lundgren and a bunch of burnt soldiers. So the colonel, who we haven't really talked about, but the colonel in charge of this whole project, he's like. Well, everyone's on fire, so the mission's scrapped. We're just going to go home. The colonel who yeah. looks like one of the Thunderbirds puppets. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, or like he's from wrong. Small Soldiers. <laughs> so, um, GR-13 here, looking. he's like, it's not over. The war's not over. I, you know, the mission's <laughs> still going. Nothing's over, just give us on the drink. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow, so he man. just shoots the colonel in the face um, and goes on board the... Uh, the tractor trailer here and Dolph Lundgren his most consistent power in this film other than being able to transform into a missile at will is if you pull a gun on him if you have a handgun and you pull it out he will unerringly shoot you in the face immediately yeah doesn't matter how many people do it to him he and loves he, that face shot he's like eight eight for eight in this film I he think is, he does it to a lot of people oh yeah. he is better at headshots than Mel Gibson mm -hmm. in that other terrible movie so oh, Hawkeye Wait, yeah what what he, terrible movie the last one we watched Oh, Lethal yeah, yeah, weapon? yeah. We did watch that. <laughs> and he did shoot people in the head. I don't know. I was I was thinking of, like, well, Ransom or one of those movies. Can I just stop you here for a moment to tell you the cascade of joy that went through my head with all this? Because we had Dolph Lundgren popping out of the backseat. Yeah. Unexpected. Great. I, how they, they didn't see him? I don't know. He becomes the missile, gets yep. launched out of the thing. Awesome. I'm loving Fantastic. this. Having a great time. That's all in the movie. Then my head took it a step further because they're like, oh, they got away. I guess we're we're out now. It's mm -hmm. like, oh, we no longer have the tracker in them. Even though we can clearly see his license plate yeah. and like they, they were, you know, they were stopped there for a mm -hmm. while. So like I don't know why he just gave up on that, but I was like, I want a Dolph Lundgren to, you know, be smart enough to be like, all right, let's continue to track them, you know, get the license mm -hmm. plate, because they're idiots, they don't leave that car. But B, <laughs> I really was hoping at some point they'd like get to another gas station like that and have, you know, a big showdown and it's just the Muppets <laughs> they got <laughs> by accident. Because it's the same shitty Studebaker. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe maybe they just Break into another hotel. <laughs> it's Fuzzy and Kermit in bed. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. All right. All right. Tony's grasping at straws to make this better. <laughs> He's already on page three of his fan fiction. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm a little loopy. All right. I'm sleeping well. <laughs> so now GR13. He's back to being the Sarge. He remembers everything. He's like, we're gonna go kill this guy. Give me all the steroids. Um. You know, let's let's do this. Meanwhile, Ronnie and uh, and Gr forty four are like, let's just go to a diner. And uh, you know, Van Dam tries the special, and this is the first time you see uh, Gr forty four crack a smile when he eats real food. Also, what the hell is Brenda's problem? So much. I don't know. I don't know. And by Brenda, we mean Ronnie. No, no the waitress. No, the waitress. The waitress. 
It just throws her food oh, down. Right, like, yeah. Like, well, there was asshole. some sort of comment that was that they made mm-hmm. that pissed her off for some reason. I, I missed it, but... Yeah. I, but I don't think so. It's a shitty little diner in a shitty little town, mm. and they're like... He's eating all folk. their food. It's like, you know, fuck you. If you're living on tips, you don't throw food down like that, man. True, if you care. <clears throat> I guess that's true. This, this leads to what might be my favorite bad action movie cliche. So... He goes, he tries food. He doesn't know what money is, but he, he knows he loves food. So he's just like, give me all the food. Uh-huh. I'm going to eat it all. <clears throat> Fucking Goku on this. It's a cool scene. You know, fat chat commendation for going for the, the gold. Uh-huh. Then the they're like. The thing he was missing was the full. Uh, oh, what the fuck was. The, uh, Jesse Ventura movie with the, the baby. Fuck. Why was your hand Co-mater. Upset? With what the baby? The Colmater? What? What? You? Oh, you fucking know! Damn it! All right. I don't know no, what you're doing I over don't here. Have an idea. I don't the have a shitty clue. movie you you definitely know is Rift Tracks. Of Abraxas? Yes, thank you. Okay. God damn it, you can ask. Um, <laughs> why is that Rob's fault? Like, I, I only know because you said that, and then Rift Tracks, and that's the only movie I know they they did it with vision. They intersect. I don't, I don't remember anything. Abraxas is pretty movie. damn terrible though. Okay. I only watched but, it. One time. Uh, yeah, the only thing it was missing was like that. Um, what's his name? Bad dude in that. Stop chat. Okay. Remember uh, shit. Like he has a similar scene where he yeah. eats everything in the diner, and they're like, "Here's your check," and he goes, oh, "Thank you," and walks out. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's all that was missing here. So they don't get to that point because they're like, "How are you going to pay for this?" And he doesn't say anything. So they're like, "Okay, well, I'll get this man from the back to beat your ass." Yeah, and that's here's a our, here's our head quick. quick. Yeah, so this guy's like, all right, I'm going to beat your ass. And then Van Damme just beats him up. And then what I love in all these movies is like, here's this giant man that comes out that this guy beats up no problem. Every other guy in the bar is like, you know what? He's got to kick my ass too. Now, to <laughs> yeah. be fair, mm-hmm. that one dude playing pool was jacked to shit. Mm-hmm. But after yeah. that guy's ass got wolfed. Well, yeah, after him, yeah. everybody else why, should be like, Why oh, people no, no. kept coming to fight this yeah. man? I mean, because that... Cause After, to be fair, like the guy that was in charge of the kitchen, like could have been any one of us. Uh, like, I mean, he was big, but not well, like it was only it was 1992. Mm-hmm. So those guys were lagging a little behind. They were still in 1980s mm-hmm. macho mode, where like you couldn't walk away from that fight with your balls intact Look, until everyone been, else is getting their ass kicked. until you've been kicked in them. Yeah, I have to get my ass kicked too. Yeah, otherwise. I'm high on cocaine. Well, yeah. Weirder still, though, the guy I was calling Wing, Wings Hauser got his ass kicked twice, once before the Jack dude, yep. and then once again after. I'm like, no, dude, <laughs> fucking stay down. Yeah. Well, the second time was because of the head trauma. He just didn't know. I, I can't, yeah. Did I fight him already? <laughs> he forgot All what right, happened. Here we go. Like, What's my penis? So, so Van Damme just beats everyone's ass in the bar while eating his food. Yeah. Like, no biggie. I just want to eat. Yeah. But it's not like a fun scene. I, I had a bit of fun with it. I mean, it was okay, but it wasn't like, you yeah. don't get to see it. He did, like, it there was no, like, wasn't... Jackie Chan, like, yeah. he's actively eating while kicking everyone's ass. For for what else this movie has given us, it's good, we... but it's bad as far as, like, these. Yeah. It wasn't Lundgren launching himself through the front windshield no. good, but, you know, it was all right. Nothing in this film would rise to that. So we cut from that. To a titty bar in Utah. We don't get to go in the, the outside, titty bar. Yeah. We just get, you know, the Transformer pulls up, Dolph Lundgren gets out, and just starts, like, roundhouse fapping kicking everyone wildly. in the face while fapping wildly. <laughs> <laughs> 
and stealing some other guy's belt just yeah. to, to basically get like information about where the um the Studebaker's going. It's like we saw Terminator, we get yeah, it. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's all that was, right? They're just like, have you seen them? Yeah. So, um, needless to say, if that that titty bar had uh had Patrick Swayze had the cooler there. Dolph Lundgren would have been fucked. Yeah, there would have been trouble. Yeah, he would have had to kick Dolph Lundgren in the face like 30 times. And but he would have. Rip his throat out. Yeah. He would have had to do the move. Mm-hmm. Indeed. move. Yeah, Lundgren will come away with his ears. He'll come away with his throat. Just be a treat. Nobody, yeah, nobody's going to win. So now they're like in the diner. The um, Ronnie figured out that they got to go to this VA hospital, talk to this doctor. So they they find him. The doctor's like, I don't know. We accelerated his flesh, whatever. They're, they got to be kept cold, yada, yada. Meanwhile, Dolph Lundgren's like, I got to take my wounded buddies to the supermarket and just throw them in the freezer. <laughs> And shoot everyone in the head in the supermarket. Which I, I have to admit, this was another scene mm-hmm. I really enjoyed where you just they just cut to a scene of all these like sad, scared looking mm-hmm. patrons of this grocery store and then cuts over to whatever military dude that's, I guess, on security eating a raw steak <laughs> while you just hear Lundgren screaming and swearing in the back room. <laughs> it's just like... That's nice. I think at this point, Zeus is just irrevocably dead and he's just kicking him. Yeah. You're like, all right, thanks for coming, Zeus. I guess yeah. that's all we get out of you. Thanks for your contribution. I didn't even see how you got that wound. Um, I guess you just died somehow in the explosion. Either way, um, he's having like a freak out in the meat department now. And you're like, you're like, this isn't that far away from falling down. Like, I've seen this done well. Like, it really looks like they didn't tell Dolph Lundgren how to do anything. Like, what he obviously doesn't know what his motivation is, and he just doesn't, like, like the script doesn't offer him anything. You're just like, this is sad to watch. This is supposed to be scary, but you're like, what what are we doing here? Not not too surprising for a Roland Emmerich movie, Mm. but it's like, we want to handle, like, the complex issues and traumas of people that have been to Vietnam. But we have no understanding yeah. of that whatsoever, and we have no tact when dealing with it. Right. So. We haven't spoken to anyone that's been there. Yeah. So in later movies, though, when they're like, you know, maybe, Roland, maybe you should consult an expert. He's like, nah, I think I'll just have an explosion instead of this scene. More miniatures. <laughs> <laughs> I think instead I'll make them more stereotypical, more cliches, more explosions. Got mm-hmm. it. Uh, Roland, would you like to speak to a uh, an actual survivor of war? No, CGI a pile of fish. <laughs> Matthew Broderick, worms. You can outrun worms. the cold, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> outrun the cold. All right, Godzilla so... makes babies. He also hides. Yeah, somehow. in the sewer like a ninja turtle. <laughs> so now, like, um. Uh... Uh, we find out his name's Luke here, that, that GR44, his name's Luke. And Luke's like, okay, um, I've kept you safe. I'm going to send you to L.A. You go do your story. I'm going to, I don't know what I'm going to do. Just get out of here. Here's a ticket on the bus. 
And you're like, I I, uh, I assumed that Dolph Lundgren was either going to be on the bus or was going to immediately hijack the bus. And I was like, bus to L.A., I'd rather yeah. be shot. <laughs> Turns out there were like 50 cops right there yeah. willing to oblige. That was a pretty good movie, too. <laughs> that was a good reveal, I will say. So the bus, yeah, pulls away. She's still standing there, and there's a bajillion cops. Yeah, she's all like, Romance. Yeah, it's a sweet moment, like, I stayed for you even though I'm only going to be a burden. And then you just see all the cops. That, like, veritable, like, Blues Brothers chase scene worth of cops immediately degenerates to two cop cars and a bus taking them somewhere. Yeah. A total, I think, of three cops escorting these two people. Um, and yeah, they're just driving in a police bus somewhere and, you know, you're like, okay, well, Dolph Lundgren's going to show up and sure enough, he just does. And they're just at the Grand Canyon now for reasons. Sure. Uh, I could only assume the plan was to drive them to the Grand Canyon and throw them in. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's still following them despite... Not having a tracker on, on them anymore. I, I've been to the Grand Canyon. Well, I talked to that guy. And it is a big place. I didn't see all of the Grand Canyon. I only saw a little bit of it. But I didn't see any prisons. Did you cry when you looked out? No, there, there were no prisons. They were going to just throw just them in. Just toss them in there, yeah. yeah. Uh, turns out that won't kill a Universal Soldier. Mm. Um, so now you're like, okay, we got this kind of Mad Max chase scene. It's at the Grand Canyon. This has to be the finale of the film. Like, I assume they were going to fight on top of the big truck from the beginning. And, yeah. you know, it would end somehow with that. Nope. We just get a half-ass uninspired chase where this big truck shows up, runs the cop cars off the road. shoot The bus driver pulls out a pistol against Dolph Lundgren, who is like an M60, just bearing down on him. And it... Dolph Lundgren uses his ability to immediately shoot anyone with a handgun right in the face. Also, like, he takes out, like, an automatic rifle or whatever, shoots the shit out of this bus, yeah. hits no one. No, he but, can't aim down. Yeah. Thing, well, like, not even down. The driver, I assume, was just still driving. Well, the driver didn't duck. Yeah. <laughs> These guys are, like, so, hyper-trained sharpshooter snipers, but none of them can seem to hit any weak points on a vehicle. That too. At any mm. point. No, but when he's just spraying the truck, uh, Van Damme and the girl are down, but the driver is just there, but he doesn't get hit yeah. until he pulls alongside him and the guy tries to pull a gun. So yeah, his superpower kicked in and mm-hmm. we got him. How's that Brookie Trump? They're good. So, um... <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> Van Damme. Eh? It's more milk. Oh, go, 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 more go milk. Ahead. No, I was just saying, uh, I think it'd be just as good if it was a regular triple stuffed. So Van Damme gets out of his handcuffs, gets control of the bus. The bus get he like, he tells Ronnie, we have to jump. Well, no, he tells her, you have to jump. And she's like, I'm not going in without you. He's like, all right, we'll both jump together. Just get in Push. position. <laughs> just boots her ass out the door. That part was pretty funny. And then he keeps driving. Dolph Lundgren throws a grenade at the bus, flips the bus over, rams the bus with the transformer. And I like this that that Van Damme does because he's still in his manacles. He like gets up. He's doing this little dainty run on top of the bus. But he knows if he pulls that handgun on Dolph Lundgren, he's going to get shot right in the face. So he pulls it on the other Universal Soldier that's driving the truck who does not have that power, and uh, shoots that guy in the face. That guy's dead. And of course, in this movie, if you are driving a vehicle and you get shot, you will inevitably like, step on the accelerator. Keep that going. Huh? Also, a weird note that I just mm. really hit me. Uh, 
Dolph Lundgren cannot shoot for shit. Like, he shoots the bus, mm -hmm. hits no one. But throwing a grenade right through the hole he made in the window. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and the bars on the side of this mm -hmm. prison vehicle. But... Three or four times. But his grenades can't kill anybody. Well, no. They're useless. Yeah. So. Again, they're, they're the Power Rangers of weapons that mm -hmm. just create sparks on the ground and you fall. They are just phantom fireworks yeah. that he bought at a yeah. gas station. Um, but, he, but he hits that shot every mm -hmm. time. So, bottom line, the Kick Transformer the ramps the prison bus. <laughs> they both go off the cliff. They both crash down into the Grand Canyon. They both fucking explode. And you're like, that wasn't good. But that wasn't that bad. Like, if the movie ended there, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. There was no hand-to-hand -hand combat. It was suspicious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I'm like, that can't be how he dies. But he's dead. Because not only did he fall into Grand Canyon in a car crash, but their weakness is high temperature. And he's now in a fucking raging inferno. But he didn't get out of the car burning mm -hmm. and run around screaming yeah. and burning. So it's just, well, yeah, this is... like, don't worry, lazy writing. Yeah, this is, again, I, I mentioned this while watching it. The weirdest part of it is just before they go over, they take the time to cut back to him to just scream. Yeah. Which seems to secure in your mind, yes, he's still in the vehicle as this is going yeah. over. Why do that then? Would you prefer they do it like the uh, Space Mutiny, where he screams and then <laughs> yes. pauses and then jumps out? <laughs> no, first of all, yes. But yeah, either show him jumping out or don't cut to him so you're not sure. But they make they take the time to let you know he for sure is still in this truck, but then he just survived somehow. It's weird. Um, He had all that juice. If this chase scene was done in the Space Mutiny little cars, that'd be an A+. Plus. He had so, all that robot titty milk. Yeah. Fun. All right, John so now to be dying. a cop car... He's done. Do you need more Mountain Dew, John? Mm. So a cop car shows up, a sheriff gets out and is like, yeah, I'm going to arrest you. And um, Veronica elbows him in the balls. They steal his cop car and they drive it to fucking Louisiana. Sure. Just sure, no problem. I'm sure no one along the way would question that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you're like, okay, he, there he, Luke's home. There's his parents. Dolph Lundgren died a kind of shitty way, but he died. We're good. This, you know, just end the movie there. Maybe nope. Jean-Claude will find an alligator in the bayou. Wrong. Um, so wrong. We, we still have like 15, 20 minutes of movie left for yeah. whatever reason. We get like some awkward dialogue between Ronnie and Van Damme. And then sure enough, Dolph Lundgren just shows up. He's fine. No problem. Yep. Tracked you down somehow again. Just didn't. Kid, you don't have a track didn't ring. Didn't even lose his ear necklace. No, he regrew his rat tail. And, yeah, <laughs> he gained the rat. It we. It was a snake it. tail. Snake yeah. tail. Whatever. In the beginning, when they're in Vietnam, he has a little like Jedi Padawan, whatever hair <laughs> thingy. I guess it's a snake tail. And then at the end of this movie, it's just back. Because I guess you're remembering it made mm. it grow out of his head. I don't know how that's supposed to work. But um, hey. Well, he was having arts and crafts time making his ear necklace. And he decided to kill. You know, they, were, they were in Utah. Was like, find a rattlesnake. It's not that hard. Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, to be fair, he had a long walk from Utah to Louisiana, <laughs> I guess. You know, he ate the rest of the rattlesnake, kept the tail, crazy glued it to his head. 
collected a bunch of Mormon it's ears. So, also, so apparently weird. killed like a dozen cops because he has tons of. Police <laughs> oh yeah, his badges badge is just it. covered in no, badges. No, it's just all the. He, he stops at a bunch of museum gift shops yeah. on the way. <laughs> yeah. no, those are all the memorial pins he headshot in that supermarket. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So I like how yeah. some of them had badges, some of them had sheriff stars. So he kidnaps Luke's parents. He, he kidnaps uh, Ronnie. He is convinced that she's a gook trader, and he has to he has to have Van Dam shoot at her because that's what was supposed to happen in the beginning of the movie. That's a yeah. slang term for people who trade Nickelodeon gack on the black mm. market. Um. So, yeah, they. It's just a terrible fight. Like, Van Damme comes outside, and he has, like, a double-barreled shotgun. And you're like, oh, okay, we'll use that later. That could be cool. Nope. that He just puts that down immediately. Nothing comes of that. Then, like, turns out, also, um, Dolph Lundgren's been roided to shit. And, um, you know, Luke's punches and kicks are totally ineffective. Um, he then, like, he beats Luke's ass... Uh, Ronnie is tied up, but she gets away because she's kneeling by a thresher that she uses to cut her ropes. Um, and he's going to shoot, he's going to make Luke shoot her in the head, but the gun's empty. And he's like, it's empty, empty. <laughs> You're like, okay, that's, that was the take you went with. So it's like, she's running away. And just like the, um, the Vietnamese woman in the beginning of the film, he throws a hand grenade at her, and you think she's dead. Well, I mean, you're you're meant to think she's dead. You, obviously, you know, his hand grenades haven't killed anyone yet. Why start now? Except for that lady in the beginning. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, we, we, we don't, don't know she's dead. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But he could have gotten up to. Like, yeah. So now Luke looks it's like okay. Okay. he's supercharged with rage. So he kicks, like, Dolph Lundgren some more. Dolph Lundgren's just like, whatever. Um... But Luke stole his steroids, and he he injects himself with them, and now he's strong too. And they kick each other for like ten minutes. At least we know where they got the plots for Falcon and the Winter Soldier now. Yeah, um, and finally he uses a series of trademark Van Dam flying roundhouse kicks to kick so um, many. Yeah, to kick Dolph Lundgren onto the thresher and impale him in multiple spots. And uh, you know we ho, ho, dear reader. we get the cliche of like, is he dead? I better go check. And sure enough, he grabs Van Damme and tries to shove his face on a spike. It's not a horror movie. No. <sighs> Van Damme ain't having that. Breaks his arm, turns on the thresher. Oops. And what's what's his, his final line? Uh, you are relieved of duty. It's Sarge, you're discharged. You're discharged. Yeah. As and the chunks. Yes. Discharge. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure was just a pile of years. Now, listeners, if you experience chunky discharge, see a doctor immediately. <laughs> I think after eating all this crap, oh, yeah. we're all going to oh, have yeah. that later We on. should all see a doctor immediately, yes. but you know, we're not so, we're not about that life. He go he sees his parents, his parents are okay. They're like, Wow, you know, you came home and now our farm's ruined and my truck's on fire. Like, you know, I never thought my life could get any worse than when they came home and told me you were never coming back from combat until now. I mean, at least we could till the fields with the remains of that giant Swedish man. I'm sure that'll be good for the crops. They're just going to make gumbo. Yeah. That's right. But anyway. Um, alligator eat the he's people. Like, oh, people I gotta eat go the alligator. Circle of life. I got to go check on Ronnie. And, you know, he's like, Ronnie, you dead? He's like, no, don't worry. The, the writing's too lazy. That's right. <laughs> Angry didn't hit me. I just lie down and take a nap. That's right. I can't. I can't run very far with my smoker's lungs. And 
The movie's over. Woo! Yeah. Oh, well, not quite. What's that? Oh. oh, so the credits start to roll. Oh, no. And I, I, I urge you at home to look this song up. Mm -hmm. uh, no, the song is entitled Body Count is in the House by Ice-T. Don't do it. Well, I'm going to do it. No, right. no, no, no. Just, oh, just like five seconds. No, because that's... You don't understand until like seconds ago don't when worry. some horrible smell hit my nose and I finally forgot this song for a moment. Well, earplugs. It's been playing earplugs. in my head. Don't don't worry, Tony. When you lie down oh, wait, tonight, don't put those on because it's gonna play that. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> Whoops. Oopsie, when you lie down the bed tonight, Tony, this will be playing in your head. You, don't worry. You joke, but no, I'm no, it's, not... it's gonna be for me. Yeah. Is this the actual thing? Probably. Possibly. Could you get just just get <laughs> just to, like a nine one one call? Yeah. What the hell? Is... Yeah, skip forward. I don't think that's that. All right. I mean, that's probably... Either way, the lyrics... It might be a remake. He's just watching, like, a Faces of Death. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, that not, is no. not that at no. all. All right. So, apparently the song does have verses. Uh, Maybe? But, like... The one... All right, that's enough of that. Yeah, whatever is in the you. actual movie is just body count, body count, body count, body count. Yeah. Then, like, the then some terrible guitar licks, more body count, body count, uh, a terrible guitar solo, then body count is in the house, <laughs> body count is in the house. Don't forget. For, like, oh, five yeah. minutes. Wow. Oh, yeah. Body count was the title of the album. Mm -hmm. um, it is arguably the worst song I've seen at the end of a movie since It's a Long Road. It's, it's definitely worse than It's a Long Road. Oh, yeah. At least whoever sang It's a Long Road care the like you could tell wrote a song they had the emotion in them <laughs> it's a long road was good bad like, yeah it's terrible but i could laugh which, at it which movie it. was that uh that was the original rambo oh yeah. that's right but this is just it's going to haunt me yeah <laughs> for possibly ever all right that's quite enough of that all right i'm yes yeah, please don't Play that. <laughs> yeah, we don't, don't want to get copyright strikes. If and that's, shit if that's what know. shuts our podcast down, yeah, fucking Ice T's body count. That would be mm. awful. But um, yeah, like I, this has been a thing of contention before. But like, you do not. I don't know if you guys fully understand. There are times where I will just wake up on a on a you know random Tuesday. And my head will just go, get along, gang, get along, gang, mm -hmm. and start doing that. And then that's it. That's Doesn't matter what I'm doing. Slowly unzip that's your every, pants. That's every day for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. But, like, yeah, when I take a shower, I'm hearing that. When I, when I go to take a shit, I'm hearing that. When I go to work, I'm hearing that. I'm listening to a podcast. I'm paying attention to the podcast, and I'm still hearing Get Along Gang, or that song that I refuse to mention, or most of the shit from Lizzo, and now this. It's That's... it's just it's earworms that will just never leave me. It's every day of my life. Yeah. Okay. So glad I'm not alone. <sighs> That's Universal That's that. Soldier. Oh yeah. Fuck. Still doing a thing. Well, while Tony gets his notes, I'll let you all know right now it did not do well on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I was genuinely curious because. <laughs> 
I remember a lot of people talking like this movie was good, and I'm well, like, I don't. It was it the early can't '90s, well, and there was not a lot. Yeah, that's to go around. So on RottenTomatoes.com, critics gave this a score of 34 percent. Audience gave this a score of 46 percent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's their hey, thoughts and opinions. That's about what I I think. The 36 yeah. is about where I would yeah. be. Yeah, because it's not. What's well, 34? It's fucking... Oh, 34, yeah. Whatever. Like, it's fucking droll and uninspired, but it's not like, this is painful bad. Yeah, but it's not like... But that's not a record. Oh, God, no. Yeah, it's not no. bad enough to be so bad it's good. It's just it's yeah. just so bad enough that you're like, uh, it's bad. I mean, if, if you want, like, final thoughts, like, like, all three main roles are terribly written and atrociously acted. Like, really bad. <clears throat> Um, the good parts of the movie are all by accident, like the Dolph Lundgren missile. Um, I'm all ears. Yeah. <laughs> it's empty! Which I started like, to say as a joke, and then he said yeah, it. And then he said it, yeah. For the second time. Mm. Like, oh you know, the diner fight scene was like, okay, but it's, it's just, it's an uninspired movie. There's <laughs> just, there's... Nothing great going on. Like, I don't like the super soldier, like, plot device as a, you know, as a general rule. That's, it's only slightly below time travel for me. <laughs> um, but, like, the movie, when it starts off, I was like, I'm okay. I can buy into this, kind of. I kind of like what they're doing with the super soldiers. Till, like, the moment, like, they start trying to act. And then the movie, the script falls off the rails, the acting is painfully bad and then the coup de gras at the end with the like he should be dead but he's back and we have this generic ass fight followed by the fucking worst song yeah uh that i i don't need to mention anymore um it's it's bad do not recommend and rob official yeah same i john yeah, not to recommend. Yeah, I'm. I I guess I'll slightly vary and say maybe light recommend. Like if you're watching this with a group or something, mm. you you might have fun. Throw it on in the background, but like yeah, there's. Mm. I don't find it offensive or anything, but it it's just boring and kind of a waste. So yeah, it's not really worth the trouble. Like I don't know if, if there is a good super soldier movie that I could. Captain, Captain America. America, First Avenger, First Avenger, mm-hmm. and or Captain America, uh, whatever the second one is, Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I mean, it took a while, but like until that point, it really like that plot device was. It always led to something terrible. Oh yeah, no. And so <laughs> as one of the, I'm trying to think of the latest ones. What I would recommend instead of this, because I'm like, if you want, like, I know we go to the Predator well <laughs> yeah, a lot. Yeah. There was a 1990s but, Captain America movie that wasn't good. I don't know. If I remember good. that correctly, his superpower was tricking people with <laughs> steal and stealing their car. <laughs> oh. Anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, just, I know we go to the Predator well a lot, but I'm thinking, like, if you just want to see a bunch of soldiers do soldier things, yeah, and plus that, you know, and if you want, like, some big scary monster thing, that's not Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Like, Predator? I don't yeah. know. And, yeah. and was almost Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or, I mean, if you want to see soldiers doing other cool soldier things, aliens, but, like, I that's, we'll, we'll always go to those two. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Uh, yeah, so that's that's it, mm-hmm. I guess. Because eh, predator, because like, why not? Yeah, and we have nothing better. What else? Well, guys, before we get into our uh, role here, we do have 
An email. Oh boy. <clears throat> yeah, you can grab the D twenty. That's fine. Are we... While he's while he's reading, man. Yeah. Let me read this real quick. Multitask. What's you? Is it Tony's one? Yeah. <clears throat> it says, "Hi guys. Hope all is well, and you have survived the latest Fat Chat Test Kitchen. Whatever it is, at the point of reading this, <laughs> uh, a little bit uh, of everything." Can, can I ask who this is from, or is that do we have to wait till the end? Well, it's from Sharon. Oh. Sharon, not Rob's wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you for the congratulations on my new baby. In celebration, I'd like to sponsor an episode. Oh, oh snap. Uh-oh. Shout out to baby Maeve. <laughs> Which is why I was like, are we? Uh, yeah. Uh, after many sleepless nights, I have decided on a movie that isn't from my childhood, but based on a toy from my childhood. Oh, no. This can't be good. Specifically my favorite childhood board game. Oh, no. That's right. I'm yeah. sponsoring the 2012 Battleship. movie Battleship. Oh, fuck. Wow. I would okay. really love to hear you guys talk about warships with a side story of aliens attacking. No. <laughs> I can sure. see Joe dying inside I can't, already. I can't tell you so, how much joy this brings me and how much hate and pain it brings everyone else at this table. So I would I, I would love to we, talk about we Battleship got the money, Missouri Joe. for a long time, but like not like this. <laughs> yeah. Not like, like this. these. Not like these. And sadly, I must decline your offer sure. of surviving the game type chase. I don't feel that's in anyone's best interest at this time. Thank you very much. It's awesome, Sharon, not Rob's wife. I do not remember what that was about. Uh, when we were talking, when surviving the game, we were talking about like you could have, you know, the 4 a.m. podcast chase you down and how you're not in any actual danger. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, oh, right. Um, I also just have to say, uh, I, I got to meet Sharon mm-hmm. and apparently I offended her. I'm very sorry. I don't know what, what did I did. Do? I don't know, but she made us watch this, so oh. something. I can only no, assume. she just likes uh, us to suffer. Right. Uh-huh. So, some people find oh, that entertaining. <laughs> Sharon, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> when you're hearing this, do note that I have a smile very close to the Grinch. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was there a part in the Grinch where his heart shrank eight times? Mm. Yeah, his heart shrank and his boner grew three sizes. <laughs> yeah. no. Same size as the 16-inch guns on a Missouri. <laughs> no, about yeah. no, so, six inches now. Yeah, you yeah. have the Grinch's grin, uh, his boner. Uh-huh. Uh, you don't have the love, but I am going to assume you have an enlarged heart at this point. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All oh, right. Oh, yeah. That's grown so, two sizes. But, yeah. <laughs> for medically questionable uh, reasons. But his uh, now, arteries have Miller's clogged. So thank you very much for that, Sharon. Yeah, yes, thank you, Sharon. Look forward to that on an upcoming episode. But what are we doing next episode, Tony? Uh, roll that die. Yeah, roll, you mean uh, the D20 of fate, which yes. I don't understand because we have a sponsor. All right. Uh, you rolled a one. That's a one. Oh, a you one? sure oh, you guys wow. don't want to let me start rolling? I'll tell you what, Tony. Mm-hmm. You might suffer if Put I roll, roll a 20, in your pocket, or you might not. Because you've rolled. Ah! Oh, look, look at the presentation. <laughs> he drew wow, a picture right, of a deflated pumpkin. That's right. That is. It took me two seconds. That is a depressed jack o' lantern pretending to be happy. (laughs) That's also me. Yeah, yeah, that's also fitting for me. So, well, this spookiest of months. 
we've chosen a spoopy movie. Just, just, just get I, it out of the way. Please don't be Hocus Pocus It's not Hocus Pocus 2. Who is we? Me. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that W rotated yes. to an M. <laughs> yeah, come on. We're going to be watching... Killer clowns from out. Oh, that's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Like that's right. that movie sucks, but it's going to be fun to watch. <laughs> that's right. Can you also set it up so we get to play the video game a little too? Uh, I don't think the video game's out yet. Oh, Can we but... at least play Zombies Eat My Neighbor? <laughs> sure. Or Evil Dead. I'll hook up my PlayStation. <laughs> well, that's going to be our next episode, guys. Look forward to our October, followed by Battleship. So Tony gets a stay of execution on that one. You get to re-roll. Okay. <laughs> Let's roll again. Okay. It was a, it was a, it was a fake, fake roll. Which I'm glad it wasn't a twenty. <laughs> I probably would have let you choose one, and then we just put it on the back burner for twenty. Unless you want to choose a one movie. You know what's ironic though? I feel like Battleship already kind of fits. Because all the movies that we would, that I would have picked if I roll a twenty, like we've done. So I'm like, I'm trying to think, what would I actually do? And I was thinking, I'm like, Transformers Four. It's a bad movie. But it would be interesting because I'd at least get to talk about Battleship. So I was thinking the other day about Under Siege. If I rolled a 20, that might be a possibility. And now, still Battleship Missouri, but even worse somehow. Oh, shit. Yeah, that is the same. Oh, fuck. This one has yep. less moves, but it has way more amputees. Yes. Oh, and speaking of some fine acting, acting we get to see Rihanna. Oh, yeah. Oh. Her starring debut. Oh, yeah. Oh, Wonderful singer. Acting... And Liam Neeson for like a minute and a half. Yeah. So, join us next time for October. Fuck! In the meantime, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. That's it. <laughs> Adios. Go crash my car into a battleship. I'm gonna go fly out my window. I'm gonna piss out all this deep dive I drank. There you go. Oh, good night, Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, and if possible, leave a review. If you have questions, comments, or would like to sponsor an episode, email us at the4ampodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show, you can buy a t-shirt, hoodie, and more at Teespring. Or gain access to exclusive content by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash 4ampodcast. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.